Yo, 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 loud mouth in the house. Whoa, whoa. What's going on, y'all? It's been so long. What up, Greg? What up, Chan? What's going on? How y'all doing? Listen. We're doing all right. You good, yeah. Greg? What's, what's y'all doing back Not much, man. You sound like you just got in an argument or something. <laughs> nah, um, I was uh, in the fridge. I was putting the food away from dinner. So, you know, the lady and I, we decided to go on our first dinner in over a year. So, Ooh, yeah. it, wow. It was a little bit, yeah, just, it was a little bit traumatizing being around like, like humans. So, Ooh, um, we still kind of like, Ooh. yeah, yeah, we waited, man. We waited until, you know, the people who wanted to kill themselves died. And, you know, <laughs> And the people who were vaccinated, hopefully, are now going out and being cool. But now it's just like people just out. And it's like, yo, like, yeah, you ain't got shit out. to do. You just out. Like, people yeah. were in the restaurant. Um, when we got there, when we left, they were still sitting there. And we asked the person at the door, it was like, oh, like, how long have they just been sitting there? It's like, oh, they've been here since like three. I was like, okay. Well, Your reality yes. is, so, is so much different than ours. It's not even funny. Like, all right, like, just the. The fact that we're in Atlanta, like, I have no idea what you're talking about because it's been so wide open here for so long that it's right. almost like it's nothing that's really different except for half the people wear masks. That's about it. But, no, I'm yeah, here. Yeah, life is just what it is. I'm here in Florida, and when Juneteenth came around, I w- I've never seen people without their masks. I've never seen like so many American flags. I've never seen so many people that seemed like they was happy. Like I was like, what's wrong? And I say people, I mean like. We're in Florida, so I was amongst a lot of white po- folks in Florida, and mm-hmm. it was just like air in the like the gas station, like masks off. Oh, we about to come out here and put the flags up here so that they know it's our country. Still, I was like, y'all, y'all doing yeah. too much, in Florida, too much. Okay, where the masks at? Nobody wearing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, that's the thing. You get side eye for wearing the mask now. Like I, yeah. I thought that was yeah. something that was it was supposed to be a thing. So here in DC, we have uh, like Wawa. So Wawa on the front of the door, it has a, you know, no entry without a mask thing on, but people are just walking right past it. No mask, anything because, you know, we're practicing this whole honor system shit. But the issue is the people who aren't vaccinated and the people who are vaccinated are both in a mingling, not wearing masks. And yeah. you can't walk past people and like, yo, where your car at? <laughs> where your vaccination car? You can't do that shit. So, so yeah, me, I just walk yeah. around looking like I'm, you know, a part of the purge. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear my motherfucking mask. I'm going to act like I don't really want to be fucked with. And it seems to work for now. Yeah. yeah, that, 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 yeah that's pretty wild. It is. It's it a uh, birthday bash now. So it's very, everybody's outside right now. And I'm in my house on purpose. What's not about right? Yeah, it, it's definitely a wild world out there. Um, I, I, I don't know. We have a Wawa's down here too. And that was when I witnessed on Juneteenth that everybody was just living their best lives, I guess you can say. I mean, that's how it was excited. It was like, yes, finally, I don't have to pretend anymore. I want to take this back. Like, I don't know who's walking around here that hasn't gotten anything like any. Let me just take a step back because I do need to I do need to admit to something. So Kevin and I lost a friend a couple weeks ago. And we went oh, amongst our I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, right. dear, dear, very dear friend of ours. Um, and when we went amongst everybody, like no, a lot of people didn't have their masks on. And I remember being like, this is not the time for you to be who you want to be. <laughs> like, you just have to be here. So I had my mask and I was like, damn, I got it. 
I said, people haven't seen like in like 20 years, I guess we're all here. And then this came, this like prolonged for like a couple events that followed. And I was like, I think y'all, you think we can start wearing our masks now? I mean, I kind of feel like I know I'm wrong. I feel wrong. I feel ashamed. Like, I don't know what's going to come of me because I'm out here just like not wearing my mask because everything is so open. And people who are mm-hmm. like, kinship to are like no it's okay girl i've been in my house for i've been quarantined like, i'm not i ain't got nothing it's like yeah i want to do that and i feel not i have some shame because i could be putting you at risk like it's just a wild world right now and i i'm wrong yeah yeah i just i feel like the, the vaccine was like ios 14 but it still got bugs and shit so people <laughs> need to wait until 14.1 come out and we still not there yet and a lot of people don't really understand it. So they're like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Like, we're just going to be out. I was like, yo, but every fucking day there's like a new variant or new something. And mm-hmm. I just really don't want to be out here. Um, but to counter that point, I'm starting to question if like the vaccination or the vaccine has like certain things that it actually triggers in people. Because mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot of people wilding the fuck out. And the only <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> the, o- the only thing I can justify it as is they might have taken the vaccine and they're doing absolutely the most. So uh, okay, here in D.C., okay. just like yeah, like 15 minutes ago at Nats Park, there was a shooting at the stadium. So it's like, OK, um, this stadium has been up for at least 15 years and never had an issue with shooting. It's in a bad part of town and stuff like that. But people just don't go randomly shooting in front of like oh. baseball fields. So I'm like, okay, it had to be somebody who was like, you know, I, I got to have my gun. Like, let's go to Nats Park. It's like, wasn't the All-Star break just like three days ago and y'all were doing completely fine? Also, speaking of that, All-Star weekend for the MLB, there were people allegedly in a hotel, you know, with guns and stuff like that because they wanted to shoot up All-Star weekend. I was blaming that again on the vaccine. I don't know mm, if it's just sense. a thing where... No, that makes like, sense, because... No, like in the what? NBA, remember when when there was just like those fans were just wilding out, you know what I mean? And they because they just mm-hmm. I guess maybe got the vaccine, they was able to go in the stadium and you know enjoy NBA for the first time. But that is a good point with the with people wilding out because they was wilding out throwing uh throwing throwing stuff at the players and cursing them out. Yeah, yeah, just, damn, what was going on with that? That was crazy. I, honestly, like I'm starting to like everything I see in the news, like. Even like Florida man stuff actually kind of like slowed up in recent months, <laughs> but now, but now it's just people doing stuff, and it's like okay, I understand you had to be by yourself, or you needed to be in the house for the past like year. But the issue is you don't just do everything all at once. Like I have a friend who's been pretty much to a different state or different like you know country on a trip since like April fifteenth, and I was like, bro, like you don't have to go everywhere right now. He was like, well, I just don't know when we're going to get locked down again. I was like, you'll probably be the reason why we get locked the fuck down because you're going to every fucking state and just traveling, meeting other people, being around other people. And then you bring the shit back to home base. So right now you have like the Olympics. The reason why they can't have people, you know, at the Olympics and stuff like that is because Delta variants, stuff like that. The Olympics start what next week? And they're already telling people that they can't be at the Olympics because they don't came in contact with people here. Um, the basketball team, they have, you know, variants in there to the point where I think Kevin Love, he can't travel to Tokyo as a result of COVID. Mm, Bradley Bill. Yeah, yeah, Bradley Bill, too. It's like, like, it's okay to just, like, relax. But the issue is 
we didn't the rollout just didn't happen like it's supposed to it's like all right you know every couple of weeks like we start rolling things back the government fucked up and was like hey it's you know mm-hmm. memorial day weekend we want to get everybody out the movie theaters we want to go to have sporting events and shit and i was like but just a month ago weren't y'all talking about how there was like three hundred thousand cases in india and you know you got all this shit going on i was like you know what like what is going on so the world right now needs you know the xbox reboot button because if it's not covid now we got to deal with extraterrestrial shit you know they just you know the government's just throwing it out there like it's normal it's like <laughs> oh we got ufos and shit like what, what, what the fuck like wait a minute so, <laughs> that, that's just scaring me that's scaring me more than covid because the government is now admitting like yo we might actually have extraterrestrials i was like oh okay well i mean you know what if we all got to die i'd rather die from you know an alien or being transported to mars or some shit because here mm-hmm. on earth we, we definitely need that reboot button yeah yeah, yeah. it's definitely it. i just feel like they're deflecting hey they're focusing too much on what we're doing let's pull up some other shit give them mm-hmm. this mm. yeah you as somebody who voted for biden i couldn't tell you a single fucking thing he's done since january me neither like you know, honestly, like, I'm like oh, like you know, like no bullshit. Like I, I, I go and you know, I, I try to do my due diligence. But the thing is, it's like even he don't be knowing what the fuck he does have the time. And I'm saying, like, like what is what is going on here? And I, I did it honestly, you know, in my own selfish way of getting 45 the fuck out of there. And it was like, yo, like you know, it's the lesser of two evils in my personal opinion. So let me just see how this works. The issue is now it feels like every day with this president is like having a substitute teacher. It's like, you don't know if you're going to show up to class and they actually might be there or if they still on vacation. I feel like Biden been on vacation since the, uh, in the, you know, the inauguration. So I'm hoping that, you know, the next, you know, three and a half, four years, like they go good because like right now it's just, it's not looking good since he's been in office, the COVID shit. Yeah. The world's open back up, but now people kissing on each other eating each other we got aliens you know clearly <laughs> like you know what, what, like what it, it's, well, it's to, partially his, to his credit they have been releasing stuff about the alien stuff since the obama administration it just it just mm-hmm. came at a time where i think like a lot of people have are really heavy in conspiracy theories so it's like a very mm-hmm. interesting time that it came out because now people are like oh shit like people are like going back and studying that like i used to be an ancient aliens like uh, advocate like like just very passionate about watching the show Cause I really used to sit there and be like, "Yo, this is real." One day I want us to like, "Come on, somebody give me the information. What's going on? Just give me, just let me be in on it." You know what I'm saying? I just want to know so I can be prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not mad or anything. I don't, I don't suspect any kind of nefarious behavior, but just in case, I don't want to be in one of those M Night Shyamalan. What's that one movie with M Night Shyamalan with like the aliens All come down? All what was it all called? Signs. All signs. Signs, yo. I'd be like, ain't no time for that for me. I don't got it. So just let me know. Um, so I could have a backup plan. You know what I'm saying? That's my only thing. But I really do feel like with the COVID thing, like, I mean, sorry, with the Biden thing, the real, re- okay, for me, the reason why I've checked out is because I was exhausted the last four years. I mean, I watched mm-hmm. everything, the right, the Republicans, the Democrats, in between, online, democracy. I mean, it was everything. And I was, I now, I'm like, I need a, a vacation. I'm going to give myself a break and some time. And then I'm going to pick up a newspaper or something and then find out what's going on to the world. But I needed a break from politics. Yeah. Yeah. For me, for me like, he, 
he he reminds me like Biden reminds me of like that old boss you got that's like right out the door about to retire. So he got a lot of lot on his mind, and, and you know, but yeah, it's like the uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's a few people in the place that's keeping the business going. But he's really just there yeah. just because he has the title. He just walks in the building every now and then. You might see him, but for the most part, he's just yeah. like on on on, uh, on his way to working on his next stage in life. You know what I'm saying? So that's so what, he's just checking in. Is that what you're saying, Kev? He's just checking in. What's going on here? I got. He's just checking in. Yes, but but for me, for yeah, me. Okay. For me, like the last boss was so horrible that this feels so good. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if, if exactly. I don't see him most of the time. He's just, you know, uh, I'll yeah. trust that he hired people to really just make everything go and it's fine. But my but my last boss is horrible. So now I'm just like, yeah. you know what? If he's here, if he's here, if he's not, he's not, he's cool, he's quiet. You know, he had the little boss. Let's just let's just ride. That's how I feel. I think that's honestly like how I should feel about it. Like, you know what? Like we've dealt with so much over the last four years. The fact that we don't hear from him is now a bad thing, at least in my personal <laughs> opinion. It's like, yo, like, are, are you sneaking? Like, because it's like, okay, it was all in my face for like four years, and now it's like, you're being sneaky. Like, yo, like, not only are you being sneaky, it's like, like hey, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I don't want to make this like the alien conspiracy show, but it's like, bro, like, that shit scares the fuck out of me. And the reason why is because I trust es- uh, extraterrestrials before I trust the government now. Because I'm like, yo, like, if, like they've, been, they've been telling us, for, you're trying to tell me that we went from having like landline phones to having a phone that honestly does every fucking thing in our pockets over the span of like 15 fucking years. Um, now my phone is better than half of the technology I have in my house. Like if I didn't want to watch TV on my phone, I can watch it on my TV or I can stream my shit from my phone directly. And it just beams into my TV. Will Smith was right when he was talking, you know, to his girl, you know, to his wife and everything at Enemy of the State. They watched Enemy of the of State. Like, I was just thinking about that, yo. I was just thinking about that with bro. the GPS and everything. That shit was so on point, yo. Yeah. So, like, now, like, for, for me, like, if the aliens decided that they wanted to just come here, I'm like, you know what? Take me. Just, I, I'm okay <laughs> with going wherever the Because here's the thing. Like, I'm already, like, you know, full transparency. I'm a little bit afraid of death. And the reason for that is, like, yo, like, people make death seem to be, like, one final thing and they're okay with that shit like i'm not okay with just not waking up one day like i, I want to know who's going to show up to the funeral i want to know who's going to like you know <laughs> talk at the repast and shit and more importantly i, I want to just look down and be like yo who was the one talking shit about me like that that's what i'm concerned about <laughs> yes, but yes, people go after like yeah. this not who your enemies are Yes, yes. Like, I, I don't know, like the people who love me, yeah, the people who love me love me. But you know, in the afterlife, I'm like, oh, like I just don't want to. Like, die. And it's like, yeah, that, that's why, like, you know, I'm not a, a super religious person, something like that. I'm like, oh, God had the option to be like, you know what, y'all can live forever, or you could just die. And I think He only made that for white people. He was like, you know what, like some of y'all actually have to go because can you imagine if you had like the same like white people that live forever? Like that's where vampires came yeah. from, zombies, like all, all that. Sh- Imagine that right now. Like yeah. I just could, but I, I don't know. A wild world out there for sure. Yeah. Mm. That's why we need to, we need to go ahead and get on these spaceships and go to Mars with Elon and them, and just you know start another cult and you know another like everything because right now Earth is just bad, man. Grass don't grow like it used to. <laughs> Apparently, like everything is bad for you, even water. Yeah, ten years ago, they water, oh, you could get a business now. You can go find you a country if you want to. If you're that kind of evil person, you could go and find you a country that will allow you to privatize the water and bank. Mm-hmm. That's 
crazy man. That's like, that's like, wow. How did, who allowed for people to be able to say, you know what, this free thing y'all get from the sky and these lakes charges. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I see, I see, I like, I'd rather deal with the devil. I know, you know what I mean? Like if aliens came here and like, let's say if they ain't trying to kill you, if they trying to kidnap you and take them back to your, to, to the, to their world, you know what I'm saying? Like it could be really mm-hmm. hot over there or really cold or anything. I- so I'd rather just deal with the, you know, the devil I know. I'd rather just uh, Americans, because I'm just maybe not Americans, but just the world. You know, I, I'd, I'd rather go out by the world than an alien entity. That's just me. But see, aliens, aliens have, have good technology. Yeah, I'm with it. Huh? Aliens have free technology and free cable. Like, I'm going there. Fuck that. If like, I gotta I, I pay Navient, I'm with the shit. Mm-hmm. If you, know, you, you don't have to worry about a credit score. If I have to pay Navient. I'm with the shits. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can I can pretty much guarantee the large population of the world. If aliens were like, we are going to erase your student debt if you come with us. Yo, we all riding. You going? <laughs> that could be the trap, though. That's what I'm saying. That, that that could be the fruit on the you know what I'm saying the carrot on the stick. And now you you yeah. know what I mean. Now you over there slaving and, you know, like, like what's the name said, you know, like the little avatar world, you know what I'm saying? You got to harvest they shit and they beat you with, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what they guns and, and, and they shit feel like. I mean, I don't know what an American gun feel like, but I'm just saying, you know, or, or a regular gun feel like either. But I'm just saying it could be a lot uh, worse. But but what what if, you know, and this is just me putting on my tinfoil hat here. What if we are just the fucking like the social, you know, the social like experiment? when it comes to it and they just been, you know, pulling the strings the entire fucking time. And, you know, just like, you know what, like y'all done. Like, you know, we're done with you right now. You didn't die. You just technically like your battery died out. So if, if aliens came to get us, if aliens came to get us, we would be like the scum of their world. <laughs> like, look, look at this earthling I got yesterday. Look at her. Look at her. Yeah. Hey y'all. It's me. What's up? <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Planet of the Apes style for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. That's sound about right. Yeah. So I mean, this is, this is I want to I want to go take one of those Elon Musk trips. You know, I do want to orbit mm-hmm. the Earth a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I kind of want to see what that looked like. You know, I'll probably yeah. be with those, alien, those those people that get left behind. That'll be like the evil genius of the world. They'd be like, "All right, y'all, we got to get figure out a way to get these aliens because I'm trying to be out in these space streets and I'm not trying to be killed mm-hmm. out in the middle of the street." <laughs> so can we get things yeah. people for like I don't know what side I'd be on, guys. I'd have to be like, hey, I gotta go. I can survive somewhere. Like I would be that kind of person that like this is the only way. Because it's to the point. I don't know where we going. Where's this place you want to take? No, I'm fighting. I'm fighting I for the I don't want to go with humans. I want to go with someone or something I don't know because I feel like if I go with humans, I'm gonna get up there and I'm gonna start acting like. I used to when I was smoking weed and I keep forgetting to breathe. For some reason, just like the first thing that comes to my mind is slavery. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because, mm-hmm. but it's like, I feel yeah. like uh, if like aliens came here and then they was like taking people and then I'm just thinking in the back of my mind, like, you know what? They probably did some research and they'd be like, oh, look, they've been slaves for a bunch of years. Like, get them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just comes to my mind. So I just, I don't yeah. know. I'm going to just stay here. I'm scared. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I appreciate you staying here. Uh, I'm gonna go, go and I'll let you know how it is. I'm gonna be like everybody in 2020 when they were going to Tulum. 
you're like, you know what? Tulum look kind of fucking fun, but it's too late at that point. Like you, you missed out. You missed out. Like we we had all the fun, and then when you when you show up, then you know you on the last ticket in. So there has to be the slaves and stuff at that point. But it's like, hey, you know, first come first serves. If you want all the good jobs, you got to show up early. But you know, we got janitor work, and so, so yeah. Oh, uh, you know, Greg and Kev, y'all gonna have to. Y'all were the last ones. You know what? We we got a couple job opportunities, but you got to scrub toilets and. Remember picking cotton? We don't have cotton up here, but you know what? You only get one tank of oxygen every seven days. Like, wait, what the fuck? How does that work? How does that work? I'd be like, man, you know how how hard it was, man. We come from being slaves. You know, I got that slave mentality. I had to stay with my master. Mm-hmm. Come on now, give me let me let us in. Can we come in? Yeah. <laughs> Can we come in? Actually, now, now, now that we're talking like slavery, I'm actually a little bit mad at aliens because they had an opportunity to save us and they were like, you know what? Nah. <laughs> like, they, you're they, right. They got a little you're right. You're so like, right. You're so right. They could have you know, intervened they at any damn time. Exactly. But instead, they were like, you know what? We're just going to let Apple create the iPhone. You know, that, that works out. It's like, no, it doesn't. Like, half the technology that we have now, it's like, no, like, all that shit has actually come out in the past 20 years. Like, do you remember having to, like, put a disc into, like, a computer, downloading it on, like, your phone line's internet, and it took, like, three hours to get that update? Now, like, my phone is faster than any computer I had 15 years ago. Yeah. I remember when people used to actually talk on the phone. Um, Yeah. One of my my coworkers, um, this is how old I am. I'm 34. One of my coworkers says they don't remember not having unlimited minutes on their phone. They were like, yeah, they were like, they don't remember, like, you didn't call sense. people before 901. What? God damn. Like, am I that? That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm that yeah, old. They're young. They don't, they don't, they, 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 they spoil. They don't, they don't, they don't know about them free time, uh, them daytime, nighttime minutes. No, we uh, weekend, no, nighttime minutes. They don't know about that. Maybe mm. we didn't have anybody know. Dang. Huh. Yeah. yeah. They ain't know what a Sega Dreamcast was. They didn't know that the Black Ranger was actually black. I'm like, yo, what the, what universe did I live in? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they young, young. Yeah, I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's hard. It's hard because it's like, we have nothing in common. Like, when I meet young people like that, it's like, they have they don't have mm-hmm. any idea of my references or anything. It's just like, oh my gosh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they do drugs and shit for fun. Like, my coworker, like, just openly talks about doing drugs. Just, trying shit and i was like oh um for one we at work and you're telling us about like shit you doing at like on your lunch break like one of my coworkers, he vape now that you know we're in the office on a rotational homeboy will just like willingly vape in the office i'm like what the fuck like what is going on <laughs> clearly like yo uh, again, they want me here they're gonna have to let me live my life like i lived it yeah. at home damn yeah. that's some real shit what somebody said something no here's the thing there's only four of us in the fucking office. So who's going to say anything to him? But now, like, the office is having an issue where, just like Apple and any other company, people don't want to go into the office because they've been working from home for a year. And companies are starting to tell them, like, no, like, we need you in the office. But the issue is the employees are like, why do you need us in the office if we've been doing the same shit? Exactly. And, like, yeah. And people are leaving their jobs. I'm like, when I see the articles, I'm like, okay, all these people are leaving their jobs. Um, more specifically, like Apple. Like Apple is like one of the biggest like tech companies in the world, billion dollar corporation, and they're requiring their employees, all of them, to just go into the office. The issue is, what do they need to do in the office? Like you have all the technology for them to, to work from home. 
MacBooks, iPads, iPhones, um, all this shit that you actually make and manufacture, like they can do that work from home. Um, and it's not like any innovation has happened from Apple in the past year. Like I saw the keynote, what is it, WWDC? Nothing happened. So they've done really nothing in the last year. But what is making people want to go into the office other than to break the monotony of being in the house? I'm fine with being in the house and going places, like going vacation and still working. I can deal with that. I just don't want to go back to the, you know, five days a week, every fucking week, just being there. Like, I I can't see me being happy with that forever again. I can see, like, I can see people not liking that for just the only only reason is just the, uh, the foot traffic with like all the other places that's on the floor. You know what I mean? Like that, that piece of place that's by a job that you go to for lunch or, the newspaper stand that that you go to that on on your way to work, you know what I'm saying? Like I I I can see that aspect of it where people are trying to get um, brick and mortar somewhat kind of life because of the foot traffic of the businesses. But other than that, it's it's inefficient. Don't make no sense. You're wasting resources. You're wasting water. You're wasting everything doing it. So yeah, how much people have transition way wasted? I saw some documentary about that, like how the malls like created these like just took over a lot of these land like pieces of land just to make a bunch of parking lots and there's not a, they don't even use those parking lots anymore it's just a waste of land like there could be they could have cre- uh, built a community like uh, homes for like homeless people there's so many things they could have done and it's yeah. just it's really wild to see these empty parking lots of malls nobody's wanting to go like what's there i don't even know the last time i've been to a mall was to go to the movies and I just went to the movies. I didn't see anything necessary with going into the mall. This is before the pandemic. I was over it. Mm-hmm. But that, that could be because I, I used to work in the mall when I was a teenager. That shit. So could just be trauma. Yeah. I don't know. I hate the mall. <laughs> I went like two weekends ago with my friend because she was returning shit. And I'm just like, ew, look at all these people. I feel like the terms <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah for me, like, I, the, the thing is going with... Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> For me, going going to the mall, in my personal opinion now, has changed because I look at all the shit I actually don't need because I'm comfortable with the yeah. shit that I have. Yeah. It's, like, yo, like, it's like, yo, like I got all them clothes in my closet that I haven't worn for the past year. They probably yeah. outdated or shit like that. But you know what? Like, It's mine. I don't have to go shopping for shit that I'm completely fine wearing already. Um, even like groceries. Like, you know, when I go to the grocery store now. I don't just go buy shit just to buy it. I was like, you know what? Like, if this going to last me two fucking weeks, instead of getting that one, like, that one or two steaks, how about I go and get, like, six of them, and I yeah. freeze them, and then when I do want to eat them, I have them, and you end up saving money. Because um, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like everybody else, oh, man, you know, I'm in the house. I can't go anywhere. Let me order Instacart, or let me order fast food, and, you know, they'll deliver it to me. Then I thought about, like, yo, like, why don't I just go and buy enough stuff that I can actually save myself some money? And then, you know, the stimulus check started coming in. I was like, oh, so this is extra income that I'm having that I really don't need. I don't deserve it, but it's mine because, you know, I worked for it. So how about I just go and stock up the pantry? Let me stock up the fridge. Let me stock up the freezer. And I've been happy with that. And a lot of these companies, like, they know it. So when you go to the grocery stores now, they're like, oh, uh, by the way, that ice cream that you didn't buy for the last eight months, when it was $3.99, now it's eight dollars. I'm like, yo, I'm never paying eight dollars for some shit that I know for a fact it was only three fifty. I know that. Um, That's strange. Even like Chipotle, yeah, Chipotle now they raised their prices. A fucking burrito bowl now is like eleven dollars and fifty cent. I was like, yo, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere is changing. Like, and and I know it, and, and y'all probably seen this too. 
but the Simply Juices, right? You go to the grocery store, them Simply Juices mm-hmm. is a little bit more than what it was before. I'm like, you know, yeah, it was like 303 or 403 or something like that. And I seen the, the three cents. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's a good ass little tax right there. It's cute. Because I've never seen anything that was anything in three cents. You know, 503 or 403. I'm like, oh, okay. They, they, mm-hmm. really, they really tax it out here. Okay. But you know what's so crazy yeah. at the same time? You sort of kind of see like, in a way, you can kind of see the way that the economy is shaping out because there are a lot of places that's like, we're hiring, we got, we're paying $12 an hour, $15 an hour. Like, they're really trying to compete with each other, but these pennies they're throwing at people because, mm-hmm. um, like, $20 an hour. I know, I know we fought for 15 but that was like too low to begin with anyway, just based off of like where we're coming from, like 30, 40 years later, people still making $7 as the minimum wage in a state, $6. Like, that's madness that you're in a state and that's what you make in order to live and rent. Well, did you see what mm-hmm. McDonald's is doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? Um, $15 a minute starting and they cover childcare costs and work. Uh, um, something else. Yeah. That's that's about right. like how, how much of that childcare? Because childcare went up. So Listen, my know. thing is like, why right. the fuck weren't y'all doing that to begin with? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because they can exactly. get away with it, you know why, yeah. and they and they can't get away with it now. So they just, you know, it's like, oh shit, y'all got that much money, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. But that's the thing. Like, you know, I, I appreciate that with McDonald's yeah. with the childcare and stuff like that. But the leftover food that you know is on my shift that people ain't take. Can I take that shit home to my kids too? I know it's not healthy, but it would yeah. be nice because there are a lot of families who you know they work yeah. at these restaurants and these establishments and they can't afford the shit that they're yeah. working for. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Ruth, Chris, and stuff like that, like, they can't yep. afford to take home a $60 steak. So, when y'all go and y'all make this shit that's not made to order, or people, you know, don't come and pick it up and stuff like that, can I package that shit up and take it with me? Because there are a lot of companies who've just been throwing away food. That's why we have, you know, we're starting to come up on this food shortage. That's why, um, what's that fucking, the chicken place, um, the chicken wing spot, Wingstop, how they stopped selling wings and they started to sell thighs because they were making and holding on to more food than they really needed during the pandemic because nobody was really mm-hmm. having the shit and yeah. they had to throw it away. So since Damn, they had to throw it cool. away, now it's like there's a shortage of it. And then the reason why they throw stuff away is because they couldn't store it. They didn't have deep freezers and stuff like that they could put it in. They were trying to pass themselves off as like the fresh company. It was like, oh, well, we get our stuff in free, you know, every day. Yeah. It's fresh. And it was like, is it fresh though? Or did it come off a truck every single fucking day? from a factory that already had it frozen. So it was kind of thawed out by the time mm-hmm. it got to you. So, exactly. you know, one thing, one thing I was told by one of, you know, a friend of ours, you know, my wife and I was get a deep freezer. They were like during the pandemic, get a, you know, deep freezer. So I was like, okay, like we, we're in the apartment right now. So we can't really fit the deep freezer, got the baby. And, you know, it's just like, it was just one extra thing we really didn't need at the time. And then when I started seeing them fuckers like fly off the shelf, I was like, yo, everybody's buying deep freezer. It's cool. You know, I missed that boat. Then, you know, the stocks and crypto, I got into that. So I was pretty happy with a lot of the stocks I got. So I'm cool with those. But now that we're searching for homes and stuff, you know, my wife and I are kicking ourselves because it's like, yo, when, you know, you could get like the biggest fucking house you could possibly get that you, you were happy with and everything when everybody was selling their homes to get out. We didn't do it. We're like, oh, well, you know, we'll just wait a couple months. It's the pandemic. We don't want to, you know, make any moves. Now we're looking at homes that, say, for example, they might be selling for like three seventy. Like, that's just their normal price. People are putting in for thirty, forty thousand dollars 
over asking price. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is, yeah. yeah, like here in D.C., there aren't enough homes because what they did was they took you, your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents' homes that you don't want because it's outdated to you or you wanted to live like in the city and stuff like that. You sold your parents' house and you moved into these high-rise apartments with all the amenities, the washer and dryer, the, the pool, the gym and stuff like that. Now those apartments, those rents are not even just mortgages. Those are two mortgages. Uh, mm-hmm. DC, the rent for a studio apartment is $2,600 a month oh. for a studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a, a lot of those, you know, those people who came into DC to gentrify DC and they wanted to live the party life, the city life, when the world shut down, they're like, wait, we can't go to bars. We can't go to clubs. We can't just go to brunch every fucking Saturday. Well, let's move into a house. But the issue is they're moving into homes, but they're on my side of town where it's like, you know, people have front yards, backyards, like they have a trash day. They don't just go into like a trash chute and just throw that shit down there. So, mm-hmm. you know, the housing market has been kind of shit recently because, you know, the homes that, you know, people didn't really take care of or the homes that people did take care of, but they just don't want anymore mm-hmm. that were only supposed to sell for three fifty, three seventy five. They're going for like four hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. And the government's not helping first time home own, you know, home buyers, homeowners and things like that. Cause they're like, yo, like I'll let y'all eat, you know, each other from within. Uh, and that again ties this back to Biden because Biden was mentioning how he's going to give people, I think it was like a $10,000 subsidy for first time home buyers. And that was a big incentive for a lot of people. They were like, okay, by June 1st, you know, he'll have this, you know, law enacted so we can go and buy our first home post pandemic, pre pandemic, whatever we could have that. And it hasn't come to fruition. So you have a lot of people now who are moving back home with their families, with their parents to try to save up some money. And it's like, Oh, like, what do we do now? Like, mm. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just, it just sucks knowing that, you know, until a lot the, of stuff. Uh, until the interest rates go down and these contractors start having the upfront money to pay cash up front. When you see mm-hmm. the house, it's going to be like in your price range. And then by the time you call them to talk about the house, to go view it, they could be like, oh, it's under contract. Because investors have the cash flow to be like, I'm going to give you cash give me this today. But they're still going to promote the house as if it's still available. Mm -hmm. For a regular person, you're going to go through 30 days processing. By that time, that contractor already got the house and you out and you wasted your time. So it's going to be until next year. Yeah, yeah. That, that is it's it's a gift and a curse because when you are buying a home and stuff like that now, at least in this market, there are a lot of people. There are two different types. There are the families, you know, that have outgrown their homes or honestly are just trying to downsize, but they took care of their home. And then there's the people who honestly are trying to sell to the highest bidder, knowing that they're giving them bullshit. So mm-hmm. one house, one house that we went to go look at, my wife and I, we went and looked. All the pictures look absolutely fantastic. It was like, oh, this is nice. It got the nice little light hardwood floor in the kitchen. It has the vanities. The, like, everything looked good. And then our realtor went and did the, like, the virtual tour with us. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, the drywall. Like, there was a hole in the wall that they just quickly patched up and shit. There was bars on the windows with the balcony. I was like, why are there bars on the wall for the balcony? Like, that, that don't make sense. The, the, har- the hardwood floor had dog marks and shit like that. But... Just those are just aesthetics. The biggest portion of what actually pissed me off about the house is the HVAC unit and all that stuff was like 
17 years old. And I was like, how do you have an HVAC that's 17 fucking years old? Which means that they pretty much put lipstick on a pig and they were hoping that some fool is just going to buy it because they see it look, you know, the way it does in the pictures. And a lot of people are just buying sight unseen and they're buying as is. But they're not checking the tangible shit. They're not checking the foundations of the house. They're not checking, you know, for the HVACs and, you know, things like that to make sure that that house, when you move in there, you're not going to have to instantly spend $20,000 fixing the shit that they just refused to when you moved in. So, you know, my wife and I, we, we took a break for like two weeks and now we're back on it in the market. It's just like, okay, the interest rates right now, I think are at like 3.3, 3.4, which it's modest. It's not as low as it was like at the beginning of the year towards the end of last year. But it's nice. Uh, we're just like, you know, Shan said, we're waiting because I feel like the market crash is going to happen sooner than we think. They were predicting 2024. I can see it happening as like soon as like next April because it's it's not looking good. And the market's not going to bounce back from possibly a second shutdown, which if y'all want to keep going to Tulum and y'all want to go to fucking, you know, stadiums with 40,000 people without fucking mask on, we're going to be back at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's some, that's some, that's some, that's a reality right there. That's, I think people are in between the two because for Kevin and I, we're in the process of waiting for the company that's building their, our home to complete building because we went in Mm. April, they told us, well, we, we actually just kind of hesitated. We're like, I don't know if I'm ready for, we're ready for that we were pre-qualified, like everything was going in the right direction, but we were like, I don't know exactly. We didn't really know where we were going to go right back and forth, either going to go to Florida uh, or we're going to stay in Georgia. Like what are we, are we going to rent here in Georgia and then plan to move to Florida? Are we going to rent in Florida and then plan to buy in Florida? Like it was just constant because every time we would go and get information, it kept changing, right? The Mm -hmm. rents, we don't have a date for this. Okay. You have to wait till July. Okay. To rent. Okay, well, for the house, well, we have to wait until we get the contract for us to start building again because the houses that we had available, we sold those already. I'm like, already? Like, it wasn't even, mm-hmm. like, it just was like a, like two weeks. Like, what do you mean already? You know, because I'm looking at this lot and I'm like, there's plenty. I can see all these houses. Being built. So, apparently, we can start making the decision to start going that direction. And everybody mm-hmm. that I talk to who's buying a house, they're like, oh, my gosh, it's taking so long. I keep on, like... I don't know if I'm just occupying myself because I'm among, amongst a lot of ch- mm. I think her see stereo, you gotta fix your shit. Fix mm-hmm. your shit, stereo. We, we done had enough. We we sitting here, you took the leaderboard from for, Yeah, it's just so much that's preoccupying me. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's you get to really real uh to, to understand about like how complicated everything is yeah yeah with the home buyer yeah 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 that's why a lot of homes you you breaking up here to let you know yeah 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 but a lot of like homes that i'm starting to see that went off the market are going right back on the market because people like yo like i may have jumped in this a little bit too soon or you know what like what what I thought I should have paid after I did the appraisal and everything like that, this house ain't really worth the twenty thirty thousand dollars extra you wanted for that house. And, you know, that has to be a process. And a lot of people honestly are now starting to get into the idea of 
why am I buying the house as is? Why am I buying this property as is when I shouldn't? Because people are just treating them like fools. Hey, you know, just buy this house. It looks good. It had, you know, it's lipstick on the pig. But you know what? You can fix those things once you move in. And some people are like, you know what? Cool. And then like Shan said, there are people who want to flip these homes. But the issue now with flipping homes is you're going to pay instantly the $20,000, $30,000 extra. But now don't nobody else want to bid. So now you're stuck with that fucking house. And after yeah. you flipped it, don't nobody want the house. So it's like, okay, yeah, you did. You spent all this money flipping it, and now it's just a vacant lot. So there have been homes mm-hmm. that have been on the market for like 128 days, and it's like, oh, the reason why, don't nobody want to do that. Like, nobody wants to stay in a house that they got to spend twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 on. You know, my wife and I, we've made it crystal clear. Like, when we go and get the house, that shit needs to be move-in ready. Like, we will go and, you know, we fix the things that we need to fix. But as a guy who is not a handyman, I've never been one, and I will YouTube and Google the shit out of stuff. I will not web MD a house. I'm not gonna be like, yo, like, uh, how do how do I, I I fix this this drain in the toilet? How do I go? Like, no, fuck that. We're gonna get somebody to come in here and fix it. That's an expert. Because the last yeah. thing that I need to do with my crazy ass is I'll go and try to fix it on my own, trying to be like homeboy from uh, my wife and kids. Fuck it up, and then I end up paying twice the amount because that's what I should have done from the beginning, which is pay somebody mm. to do it. So, yeah. and 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 even and even besides that, it's just like the the area, the worth. Like um, I seen a house, mm-hmm. like houses in uh, the west side of Atlanta. Now it is gentrified in one area, but at the same time, it was going for like three hundred something thousand, almost four hundred thousand dollars. And why am I buying a, a, a house in dead middle of west side Atlanta? When I'm not even close to downtown or nothing for four hundred thousand dollars, so you know, once you mm-hmm. once I buy it, the worth is going to eventually go down, and now I'm, I'm out really in a uh, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars from the you know from the get. So it's like it don't make no sense. All right, it's, anybody can gain time right now. I think that's what because I'm even coming down here mm-hmm. back to Florida. It's like, why are some of these houses that are like born, built in like 1965? Like five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars. Like renovation or not, mm-hmm. like why? Because the household, the the house that mm-hmm. I grew up in, it's like six, five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars. It don't make any sense. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I just, it's like, it's like a. To me, I felt like there was some kind of scheme going on. But then again, we, you know, we are in Florida, and Florida is known to be a very like very fraud, scam ish state. So mm-hmm. probably really real right now with the with the housing and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Stuff on the water falling down like Jenga. Hey, that shit. Just, just to let, just to let people know, um, if you in mm. South Florida, them, uh, them cocaine condos is that's the first domino. All mm. the mm-hmm. condos was built cheap in the in the cocaine eighties, where everybody was just building just to build because you know because of the drug money. So uh, yeah, don't buy no condo down there. Let you know now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a mess. Just that yeah. a whole like it looked like it looked like it rained for days after it fell like it just looked like a bush and i'm just like mm-hmm. first of all if i lived in any of those condos that was adjacent around parallel to whatever yeah. i'm out of there give me my money today you don't need to know why yeah. look across the streets give it yeah like you literally have to break your leash you're like yo like how are you not going <laughs> to let you. me break my lease? Do you not see that building across the street that was a building? Well, that, that's that's like, there is an adjacent condo that was built by the same people, and they said, "Hey, it's faulty. It hasn't been looking at, looked at 
but we're not telling you you have to leave, but <laughs> you know it dip. <laughs> oh shit. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. Those co- yeah. But those companies weren't gonna listen. You when they do these audits and stuff like that, and like, yo, like the foundation kind of fucked up. How about you fix it? Excuse me. They'll say, you know what? Instead of fixing it, it can wait like four or five years. And then now you have what 60, 70 dead bodies on on your head because you decided you wanted to be reckless about it. That people already don't trust like condos and apartment buildings, not just because of the HOA fees, but because like they're just not practical in the way that they treat the people who live in their establishment. Like everybody's lived in like eight at least one place where it's like, you know what, like I'm not completely happy with the practices here. Like, you know, you have to yeah. clean up a little bit better. You you can I bet do you nobody goes to jail better. though. I bet you nobody, nobody goes to jail. Of course not. Look at Flint. Oh, oh, they just now said, oh, we think we yep. can get some charges on the people that were involved with Flint's water, and their water is still fucked up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's been what, six, seven years now at this point? It's beyond like, six years. It's like 13 yeah, years of the water being fucked up. That is sad, man. But, I mean, this is the world we live in. I just, I'm, I'm really hoping that we get this alien reboot, like I said, you know, 20 <laughs> minutes ago. Because it, it needs to happen. Like, let, let's just go to fucking Mars. I, I feel like they're going to treat us a little bit better. We all get free iPhones. We get free Wi-Fi. Uh, cable is free. You know, ain't, ain't no pools. But you know what? Like, if you can swim in space, that's fine. It, it's the equivalent. You ain't even got to wear sunscreen. Like, it, it's, it's going to be beautiful up there. Man. I can't wait. But... I was looking at this clip of this guy. His name is uh, something Sagan. He was some guy that was like, uh, I don't know if it was a philosopher or something, but he was talking about how uh, when he watched Star Wars, like back in like 1990 something, like when, um, what's his name show? Um, Let me see if I still have it. Uh, One of those, one of those late night uh, uh, hosts. And this guy would basically, he was saying he was watching Star Wars at the time and he was like, Yo, Star Wars, it was weird watching it because when you look at all the characters in Star in the in the movie, they're all like white people that are like dominating these other galaxies. He's like, it was just weird that we would think that our other ga- another galaxy would just be looking like ours. He was like, I didn't I saw it was weird. There was like no black people in there. And then when you do see like the the creatures, like the creatures, they never win anything. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of strange when you think about it. And I, and I know when I started working in like corporate America, there was this thing that used to be like, I'm a nerd. I watch Star Wars. And then I'm like, what is this thing? Like, what, why are we so mm-hmm. like, what are we proud of? Like, what, what, like, what are we, what is this? <laughs> why do I have well, to they do say white people? Well, you oh. know, a lot of people do say that, that white people are aliens. So I guess that kind of falls in the narrative. Yeah. So, yeah. I've heard that to give other people from different countries alien um, cards until they become a citizen. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. No, like I, <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I would heavily like you know. I usually don't give like you know movie reviews and stuff like that, but a suggestion for people to watch is the Forever Purge. Um, you don't even have to watch the other Purge movies to understand it. Pretty much like you know the Purge consists of. White people making a law where there's one day of the year where they can pretty much kill everybody. And they, they've gone off like five or six movies about this shit to the point where I'm like, yo, like all the crimes that you could do in 24 hours. And the only thing you're concerned about is killing people. That is <laughs> some peak white people shit. And, you know, even like think about like if you were, if for 24 hours, 
everything was legal. Murder, pillaging, like, you know, stealing shit, fighting people, like all that shit that was legal. And the only thing that you could think of in your head is, you know what? I'm going to walk past this bank, past this ATM, past this bag of money just laying on the ground, past getting a Tesla and all this other shit. I want to go kill my coworker who made me upset last year. Like that, that is fucking weird to me. It's so, crazy. I, I think it's people so, trying to, well, you know, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like get your money's worth. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you can, you can rob some shit, you know, while the purge is not going and, you know, you'll get some years and shit like that, but to get your money's yeah, worth, you got to so, kill people. You know what I'm saying? That's how you really take advantage but, of but that. Was, that's, that's what kills me about the movie at the fact that they've, they haven't figured it out six movies in. So this this more recent movie, um, the the what is it, the Forever Purge? Um, I won't give you like the entire spoiler because I really want people to go watch it because it, it's it's Sunday movie. Like if you want to go clean your house and watch that shit, it will be entertained. If you want to sit on, you know, it, it's one of those movies where you're like, this is it's it's fucking stupid, but it's like you know what? Like if this is how white people think, there are loopholes around that, but they just don't get it. So. Pretty much what happens is they have this purge again, but the purge ends and everybody's like, okay, cool. We can go back to our everyday lives. But white people were like, fuck that. What you mean? We're, we're done after this day. So they, the white people have evolved a little bit and they're like, you know what? Yeah, they told us it can only last a day, but you know what we're going to do? Fuck it. We're going to keep doing it the next day. Kind of like a hangover and shit, right? So they go and they continue to kill people the next day, which is called the forever purge. Like they wanted to keep on going. So the idea and the premise of this movie is, I guess like the second half of this movie, is to have people who, you know, aren't a part of the Forever Purge get to one of two places. I want, I want, you, to, I want you guys to guess the one of two places that they want people to go. Um, like in the country? Yeah. No, in, in, in the world, in the world. Mm. Where they want people to go? Mm-hmm. Like alive people or dead people? Oh, alive people to 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 get basically to get away from being a part of being purged or a part of the purge. There are two oh. places that you can go. Africa, I'll be just maybe no, 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 no. no. I'll, I'll give it to you. Canada and Mexico, peak white people shit. The two places that they uh. don't want us to go. They said, you know what? The, you know, basically the movie is telling you like the purge is happening in the United States of America. This is the only fucking place in the entire world that is having a purge. So there's that. So the movie, after they do that initial purge moment, they say instead of, you know, Mexico and Canada have opened their borders for six hours. You have to get to the border within those six hours in order to you know get away from the forever purges and shit like that. So you follow the second half of the movie trying to figure out if they get to th- this border. Um, Slight spoiler alert, some people don't make it. And the reason for this is because people get murdered and massacred on the way to either border. So they close off the Canada border, so now everybody's trying to go to Mexico, which is, you know, two completely different, you know, sides of the spectrum. As they're, as they're trying to get to as they're trying to get to Mexico or whatever, they 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 for some unknown reason find that there is indig- indigenous land for Native Americans. And they're like, you know, it's sacred land and, you know, we're not supposed to be on here. You know what white people do? They go on it anyway. And I said, you know what? This, 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 is, this is my type of carrying on here. Like, if, we, if we're going to break all the fucking rules, just fucking break them. And at the end of the movie, they treat, I don't know if you guys ever saw The Day After Tomorrow. Um, you know, the movie where, 
like every bad fucking thing that can happen to white people it happens but they escape the shit like there's a big ass boat with a wolf and it's like oh well great like you know they escaped a wolf on a boat like whatever (laughs) so basically at the end of the day after tomorrow there's one important line that no one ever really like notices and it's about like kind of like the world cleansing itself they say at the end of this movie like i've never seen the air this clear and the reason for that is because we as you know, a people, it doesn't matter your race or kind of anything like that. We have polluted and ruined Earth. Like, as yeah. we've been here, we have ruined Earth. And when the Earth had to reset, which kind of, I feel like it did in 2020 with the pandemic, like, they had to, like, reset. So the fact that they said that the Earth is so clear it was like that. So with the Forever Purge, towards the end of the movie, there's another sequence like that where they're like, oh, well, you know, the Earth and I guess the people in America, they're, you know, fighting back to get you know, they're just due. And it's like, ah, like, that, that it don't work that way. Um, it, it definitely don't work that way. But I, I will say it is definitely a, a fantastic movie to burn. And it's about like an hour and 20 minutes. It's not even a full movie. It's like watching CSI and a couple commercials and, you know, half of the next show. Is that that's, what, that, yeah, that's what they all feel like. Yeah, that's that's what all the first movies feel like. Yeah, it feels just like a long show. And it's, I'm a fan it, of the first movies. The only thing that I just critique just makes me cringe is just the, all the cos the extra cosplay stuff. It's just so extra, like you know, like if I have to see <laughs> another cheerleader or another wedding bride with a chainsaw, mm-hmm. it's just like oh gosh, it's like it's just so extra. But, I mean, it's yeah, really okay. crazy ass people out there that will do that, which is like there are because that's probably like the terror that you would feel. Whether whatever she looks like, I mean, this is the fact that she would put on a costume is just really psychologically yeah. just just messes somebody. But I feel like there are people, if given the chance, they would probably vote for a purge. And here's why: Did y'all know that there's an mm-hmm. actual movement of people that think that birds are really drones, and it's been going on since like yes. the 1970s, mm-hmm. 60s? <laughs> like actually yeah. go. Yeah, they're in a parking lot and they actually get gathered. They have they have megaphones, they have signs, they have they have a, a, a van that they drive across wherever they drive across and be like, you know it and I know it. Birds are drones. And it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Is it okay. possible yeah. that a purge could then happen? Like just the fact that there are people that have this idea. Like that shit movie is a more scary. It's a, it's like it's like watching a, a movie about possession. I don't like watching those mm-hmm. movies. I, w- I watched uh what was the what was the one with the um the the lady oh it was like the the two people that the husband and wife they come to people's houses and they like try to figure out what's going on with the ghosts and the then conjure, the, the, conjure, the conjure. let me tell you Kevin was like oh, you can get through it I was like you think so I don't know I don't think I'm gonna be able mm. to get through it. he was like yeah you can get through it I go watch it and I'm like okay so I did not get through it. Um, possession is real to me. I don't play them kind of games. <laughs> like mm-hmm. now I'm in my head, like what's in my house? Ooh, I heard some moves. Oh shit! I think I saw something on the side yeah. of my eye. Like it was just—it's way too much. And I feel like with the purge, because people do have the ability to do crazy shit, like believe that birds are drones. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. possible, y'all. Just it's, keep it up. Just, just be weird. No, no one. Watch what they say. I mean, people are people are weird, though. You know, like I, I, I really don't care yeah. if people believe what they believe in, as long as it's not harming me or anything. So, I don't yeah. know. I but mean, that, I, it's, like, it's yeah, it's yeah. That could turn people believing that birds are drones could turn really, really, really like another. Mm-hmm. Like they, it could really go far. 
I like mean, the just, election is a lie. Like, <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing: the people who believe that like birds or drones are the same people who are putting chocolate on cicadas and acting like that shit was delicious. That's fucking disgusting. Like, some yo, oh, okay. If if we've never had this part of the show, we're having it tonight, dear white people. Um, this is coming from somebody who is married to one. Let me just let you know this. Um, what we're not, what we're not doing is that. Um, it it actually hurt my heart to hear that people were going and putting chocolate on bugs and making it into like you know a delicacy. That is not a fucking the shit. Are you tacos? Yo, like cicada tacos, like chocolate no. cicadas, no. like it's like the, the word cicada just sound. Cicadas are essentially roaches with wings, and the fact that people are acting like this shit just don't exist or is not true. Have Google a picture of a cicada. What should make you not want to eat it is the fact that these motherfuckers disappear every seventeen years and come back. Where the fuck do they go? (laughs) Yo, Yo, do you? For me, I think what pissed me off about the cicadas is they were here on Monday. On Wednesday, I couldn't find. None of them bitches. That's and true. Somebody, I haven't seen one. Yo, somebody said to me, they were like, Greg, like, you'll know when all the cicadas are gone every 17 years because it rains the day before they're all, all evaporated. I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean? He was like, have you ever noticed like when the cicadas are here, they're all dead everywhere in the street, on the sidewalk, on your car and shit like that. But then like it'll rain and then the next day you don't see not like a sign of them. And I was like, oh, mm. what the fuck do you mean? He's like, so I don't know, like if you guys have cicadas or you had cicadas in your towns, but just think about it. Like when you were walking outside one day, say it was Tuesday, Tuesday, you're walking, you hear the fucking annoying ass noise in the trees near your neighborhood. You have all the dead cicadas just laying around there, you know, <laughs> on your porch in your backyard and shit. And then it rained. And then the next day there wasn't a fucking sign of them. You're like, where the fuck did they go? Like, it's like, a, just like a here. Creepers, deepers, creepers yeah. type situation. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is what's funny. So my apartment building, like they have, like, like, like open, you know, like an open entryway. So the cicadas would go and they would fly in the the open entryway, and they would go to die there. So they would just like die, you know, if it wasn't the heat, they would just die there. But there was a little corner in like the little stairwell to our, the main part of our building where they would just go and just die, and they never clean this area anything like that. And I used to like take that exit out of our building to go to work every day. So one day I saw him and it was just nothing but cicadas there. And I'm stepping over him because I hated to hear that crunch. And then the rain happened that day. And the next day, none of them were there. Like, I was like, yo, did, did somebody clean? So I asked the cleaning lady and she was like, oh, no, we don't we don't clean down there. And it was like, OK, like it, it, what it, whatever happens down there, it happens. It's just usually bugs or rain. But there's never anything that requires us to clean down there. And I was like, so where in the fuck did all the bugs go? They, they were literally stuck in a corner. She was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. They were just all gone. I was like, fucking aliens. They're trying to explain to us that we need to go to Mars. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to bring it back. <laughs> no, but to, but to be honest, like, like this, it, it sounds like just what everything that I've learned in these past few minutes, cicadas sound so intriguing that I've almost, like, you've almost swayed me to try some. Like, just for the fact that, like, it's a nutrient. It, it could be, like, a nutrient that's only available every 17 years. And the other fact mm-hmm. that just the, the yeah. mysterious the mysteriousness of it is very alluring <laughs> that I could eat something, but yeah. it's just, 
not really <laughs> eat it at the same time, just the vanishing part of it. It sounds so intriguing. Maybe just just the, the white part of me, I guess. So we're, we're really yeah. That's, 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 that's <laughs> what, what the hell is happening? What? I don't know. <laughs> what? No one oh. knows. So we, we got a couple of voicemails. I'm gonna just play these really quick, and then we get back to our talk. <laughs> okay. What good would it do you? It'd be no fun good anyway. What? I'm. Chris, Chris, like Chris, 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 you should know that your positive can be an equal and opposite reaction. You can bring your you bring your love and just like punch him in the face, punch him in the dick, <laughs> kick him in the kick him in the cunt, dick cunt tits, whatever, whatever opposition stands before you with your heart, you can get her done. It's it's a beautiful thing. I know it sounds kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I hope. Mm-hmm. By the time you hear this message, it was relevant uh, to what you're talking about. <laughs> Yo, I, 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 I like that. Yo, that has to be the prayer that Kanye says every night before bed. <laughs> what, the, what the hell was that? What was that? Oh, I don't know about cicadas, but some chamoy and some jalapenos with some crickets. What? Fucking bomb as fuck. No. <laughs> Yo, that was a good one, Greg. That was a good one, Greg. That 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 really touched me psychologically. <laughs> Wait, can we run that message back one more time? Please? I need to let it resonate one more time. Can we just <laughs> hold on? Let me. See. I don't know about cicadas, but some chamoy and Not that some jalapenos with some crick. The one before oh, that. Hey, if if you feel the negativity, you should know that you're positive can be an equal and opposite reaction. You can bring your you bring your love and just like punch him in the face. Punch him in the dick. Kick him in the kick him in the cunt dick cunt tits whatever. Whatever opposition stands before you with your heart you can get her done. It's it's a beautiful thing. I know it sounds kind of weird. Yep. Um, I don't know. I hope by the time you hear this message no. It was relevant uh, to what you're talking about. What's that? <laughs> Let me just say that. Also, in customer service, right? Wait a minute. In customer service, if I answered this call and that man read a reference to cunt, to dick, <laughs> to breasts, I'd be like, this is a sexual abuse call. I need to go and transfer this to my manager immediately. What? Oh, how was that the focus? Is that how we fight in during the, uh, the, the purge? With love, no. a fight of kicking people in their private parts. Hmm. No. I'm telling you, weird. that was Con- that was Kanye and Whiteface leaving us a voice. Yes, no. yes, yes. <laughs> that and was- now that I, I can't un- unhear it now that you put that reference. So when I heard it, I just heard Kanye. <laughs> but the only difference is that Kanye wouldn't be reflective enough to be like, "Well, I hope this makes sense," because he just he'll just end it where he wants to end it. But that was y'all yeah, better leave Kanye time. alone. Leave my Kanye alone, y'all. No, it sounded, very, it sounded very similar. It sounded very similar. It's like, wow. <laughs> similar? Yeah, uh, very. It was almost verbatim. So, 
So I got so let me shout out a couple people that are in here. We got uh Gary Henry, aka Sharp Spear One, we got Capri, C A P R E E, we got Aaliyah, aka Mrs. New Money 89, Tierra Williams, aka Tierra Will E. Um, we have Nico Smooth, we got KJ Sunny. Uh, shout out to y'all for being in here. We had a couple other people in here that, you know, stereo will tell you that there's X amount of people when it's only nay amount of people, but you know, shout out to y'all for being in here, listening to us, just shoot the shit and catch up. Uh, we have yes. talked about everything under the sun, including aliens, uh, Kanye, listen to a couple of voicemails, but we're not, we're not done. Um, I missed you guys. We have not talked for a very long time. I know. Um, and- so let, let me, let me ask Kev and E. Ruth uh, a question. Um, this is in pertaining to... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker. Engineering your success. The fourth member of our episode this week. Um, I, I want to <laughs> share with you what, what, what my friend, what my co-host tried to tell me a week ago. Um, this before we even knew about the show and things like that. Um, my, my friend <laughs> goes and she, let me let me just go and just check the text. <laughs> because yeah, it's hot in here. Um, here we go. I, never, I've I've never been so scared in my life of me possibly getting a heart attack from laughter, but it was the, probably the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, Shaq, do, do you do you want me to tell them or do you want to go and actually? Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. No, 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 no. Here's a text message. Here's, here's a text message thread. Um, so. How does a discussion of fucking go from double penetration to insecurities about dick sizes of the dildo? I'm lost. Greg. With six, with six Gs. So I respond, <laughs> laughing my ass off. So then she says, why are men like this? I said, wait, whatever I meant. Wait, what? But I guess my phone, my phone was still laughing. Greg was low. <laughs> so then she, she says something to the effect of, you know, Someone got mad because I, I couldn't say if something was bigger than something. So um, I oh. said, oh, my God, call me. And <laughs> we had we had a conversation that honestly, we're, we're having it with you guys because the shit makes me laugh just thinking about it. And mm-hmm. I, I would like to ask Kev first. Kev, as a man, um, as, as a man, man to man, and then the girls, you know, the ladies can say whatever they want to say after this. Have you ever compared yourself to a sex toy. <laughs> Definitely not. Like, now, now, okay. This is, this, yeah, this, because I remember <laughs> jumping into this conversation when y'all had it. Yeah. I was driving and I was like, oh, you know, home team's on. Let me go check them out. And this came up. So I was like, oh, this is a very, this is a very uh, interesting yet t- touchy subject, especially for a lot of men. So, um, all right. First of all, I think men have to realize, like, okay, okay. we're in a new stage right now where women are going to have their toys, right? And there's no replicating these toys because it's just they're 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 toys. Just like there's no replicating a a lot of shit that 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 we have as men, all right? So, um, 
Yeah, so the insecurities, I think, is just, uh, it's up to the woman, really. You know what I mean? Like, y'all y'all know how men are. Y'all have to feed the ego. Now, when y'all get these toys, y'all can't be all, you know, like, y'all can't ignore the man. Like, you know, the, the, the toys is the end-all, be-all. You have to include the man. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of men are insecure. So they're like, man, what you got this toy for? You know, uh, yada, 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 like. I can't please you, you know what I mean? And then, of course, that's a whole big thing. So just like when, back in the day when, uh, I'm not going to say back in the day, like some women hate when their men masturbate, but you mm-hmm. know, they don't realize like that's the one single thing that's saving y'all relationship. But you know, that's mm-hmm. all But um, yeah, so it's just wow. a, uh, yeah. No, yeah. Uh-oh. Just, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It'd it be so, like that. It'd be like that. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be like this, today this. and for this week and maybe for the month. You and your friend, both of them, can have the greatest time of their lives, and that's going to be. Say what now? Okay. Uh, And then you move on with your life. Yeah. It'd be like that. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, man, just have to, uh, you know, stop being so touchy because, you know, the intimacy that you have, your member, is is what the woman is always going to want because that's not available like the toy. But the toy is what it's what's in the name. It's supposed to be for fun. And then, you know what I'm saying? It's supposed to... And that's uh, what I thought. And then the conversation just went left after that. Because <laughs> like, well, is it bigger than me? And I was like, I don't know because I've never had your stuff in my hand. I was like, well, how big is this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then what made it worse was he was like, let me see it. I never no. noticed. <laughs> no. I sent him a, look, I sent no, no. picture of it, right? The way that I sent the picture was from my longest middle finger <laughs> to my <laughs> wrist. So now when I do see his member, now I'm gonna have to do it. And he gonna Jesus. have to see. And we just mm, gonna mm, have to mm. be one with the facts. But my thing is, like, I told you I don't use this thing. Like, I've only seen it three times since I've gotten it from last year. I don't use it. But then the last time he was like, while we were were in extracurricular activities, he was like, go get it. I was like, no. I said, I'm not. You're not about to put me in no situation right now. (laughs) We're we're, in that sink. Go get it. He was like, go get it right now. And I tried to like ignore him over a moan. And he was like, go get your shit right now. Look, Yo. I got to the and I was like, no. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, that's I'll, out for I'll, you. You can't handle. Fellas, <laughs> handle. That's out no. for you. See, he's Tell personalized it now. See, that's see, that's what it is. He's personalized the dildo to the point where it's a whole nother human being. Like it's in a person yes. in the room or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so then, like, this is how the chat said, go is. get him. He was like, he was like, well, no, he was like, let me go take my little dick ass to work. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Dang. Yo. Calm down, Fellas. sir. <laughs> Fellas, if you, if you are listening to Loudmouth Stereo, if you're listening right now on stereo, <laughs> just let me let you know this for sure. When you are asking a woman to go get the rubber, you're supposed to ask for the condom, not the sex toy, not the dildo. <laughs> stop. What the f- Let me see it. Y'all gotta stop. 
what, what is going on on Earth? What Again, is going on? Better, is it a porn and, thing? And, and, uh, and he better not be there when I get home. So now I'm I have to like super hide it. And um <laughs> and what was it? I think it was like a couple of days ago I ordered a um what did I order? I ordered a uh dick ring. Oh boy. So oh, y'all getting extra extra nasty. I'm okay, all right. That's fun. He likes that and if he doesn't like it, I'm gonna just keep it for myself. Yeah, that's it. it. I mean, I think for me, I'm just like, okay, I'm really trying to dig into like the idea of the comparison. You know what I mean? Like, it is, it is supposed to be an accessory. It can be an accessory to your sex life. Like, you know, you got to different, definitely try different things. I was, for me, I was not, a, uh, I didn't see any value in like toys for a long time. Just yeah. didn't. I had baby after baby after baby after baby. <laughs> and we were just, you know, everything was just between us for a while. I didn't see the point of it. Now I'm like, okay. Okay, I'm living a little. I can see the it's point of it. Like, world. I understand. It's the, a whole different, it's a whole new world. Like, I am Princess Jasmine. I am floating on that flag. Oh, oh sorry, not the flag, the rug. I'm floating on it. I'm like, yes. Okay. Women's liberation. houses. Because I'm the friend that has keys to most of my friends' houses because they just need me to be there for shit. And yeah. he asked me to, like, clean up, you know, her house. She asked me to clean up her house because, um, you know, she was there to have a friend in town and she was at work and she didn't have time. And she knew her place was a mess. So I was like, all right, cool. So I went over there. I caught myself cleaning up. Women hide their toys in the most stupidest places when they live by themselves. <laughs> Ma'am, why are you hiding this shit? You live by yourself, right? <laughs> so here I go, washing laundry, putting up towels, and I'm going to put up the towel, and it's the biggest, thickest, horse <laughs> size with veins in it <laughs> thing I have ever seen that fell out the white towel sack. Like, oh, oh no! This shit is so thick and big and I'm just like, oh yeah. You've seen too much. You know too A much now. A couple of babies definitely came out of that shit. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my damn. My thing is like, I wouldn't even begin if a man was ever that side, I would run for my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like you know why so much did you now. Get something so big <laughs> for yourself and how long does it take you to reach your peak <laughs> with that shit? <laughs> and then, I, I just had instantly I had so many questions. Do you take the whole thing? Are you taking a six inch today and then the 12 inch tomorrow? Like, I had so many questions. And I just quickly picked this shit up and I put it right back in the top. Oh my God. I said, I'm going to act like mm-hmm. I ain't never seen mm-hmm. That's some, That's another level. Like, I think the first time I ever uh, encountered someone else's piece, I think mm-hmm. I encountered like my sister's. And I was like, okay, um, what is she doing with this? Because I don't expect her to be using this. What is this? It was just like a shock to me. Like, what is, 
what, what does she do with that? and i know without even knowing like i never saw it in action but i was like that looks like a penis my mom and never had what? One of, i will always be in my mom's shit and she never had none of those right um but I now I know as a woman in my thirties that that just it is not gonna do it for me. Now, if there was an <laughs> it with balls attached, though, well, maybe we can talk. Mm. My thing is if the balls is not hitting, we are quitting. Okay. Gotta, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need an extra I need an extra tap. You know when you're watching the old TV? Yeah side for the screen to come in. I need an extra tap. Okay. Yeah. See, that's it's, where, see, that's where, that's, that's where necessary. you can tell your, um, your, your gentleman friend, that, you know, the difference. That's where, you know what I mean? Just a little, like, I told like, him baby. that. I was like, it's not the same. He was like, nah, I don't care. You should know. You should know the difference. Sir, get, get, I know he's doing them with the most. <laughs> Who said something? You know what I'm saying? Who said something to him before? What they say, like, you ain't never going to this to clean it up. I told like, Rich, try to clean it up and be like, I know, I know I'm, my dick now swamp. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. You, you have to clean that one up. I mean, you, you asked, <laughs> let me see. Like, what the reality, fuck? Let me see. Reality. <clears throat> I've had disability-sized dicks that I refuse to take the whole thing from. Disability. You know what? And um, kudos to what woman he gets involved with that take that multiple times a week because it won't be me. And I've had men where I know it slipped out. He know it slipped out, but I'm going to fake like it didn't slip out. <laughs> no. Yo. Oh, my. Because, because it's kind of like, sir, there's nothing you can do. Your your member cannot reach the level that I need, and it's not in there. But I'm gonna squeeze my inner thighs together so you can assume that you are getting. Oh my god! <laughs> and so, that was nice so, of you. Listen, what? The, what <laughs> that was nice. So yeah, that was you know, sometimes you gotta let people leave you thinking they put something down and they put nothing yeah. down. Okay, they put nothing. Well, down. they did let you down. They definitely Listen, let you down. Nothing ever went down. Okay, <laughs> and sometimes you have men who can't even. They can't even put their whole toe in. You know what I'm saying? And survive. You know, you ever see people go down the water slide at theme parks and be drowning in like two feet of water? The reality is, sir, you're not the biggest. You're not the smallest. But you're the best at knowing what the fuck you're doing with what you got. Dang. So, sir... Be confident in that and be proud with it because ain't nothing worse than a man who has a lot to give or, you know, I have a lot of food at the house, but you can't cook. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's what that's like. When a man has a lot of package and don't know what to do with it, I would rather starve. I would rather drink my protein shake and go to sleep. But on a woman... It, it, it is on the woman sometimes, you know, when, when the man has groceries at the house, you have to show him how to cook. You know what I'm saying? I don't, once exactly. I have to show you how to cook, you are now my child. I can't do it. 
Well, somebody left a voicemail, and I, I think he has a question that he wants to ask you. More so, a prayer. He he, he said it earlier. <laughs> hey, if if you feel the negativity, you should know that your positive can be an equal and opposite reaction. You can bring your you bring your love. I'm putting that in the beginning of my album. That's going to be the intro. And then just going to start rocking uh, <laughs> Hi. You no. How did like you get through? No. I thought they stopped that. No. Listen. Yo, y'all yo, have to really stop that shit. The kids need to be put uh. to bed. Hey, how does it? How do they get attracted? Like, how do they know where to go? Is my question. Like, there's so many shows on here. Like, where do they? I I started getting people that were following me, and I was like, you know what? Let me look into these folks because I'm just curious. And like, a lot of them were children, and I was like, these kids are like on the phone mm-hmm. with their friends. Like, hey, can you hear me? Hey, can you hear me? Like, all right, guys, like, what are you talking about? What do you want to talk about this? You know, no, my dog just ate my sock. What is happening? That's another thing that makes me really ah. upset as a parent and as a woman is seeing children that are like six, seven, eight with the same iPhone I have, and I know I pay a bill, and I know they don't. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in like passing down an old phone. Yeah, so, you know, if your phone lasted two years, I'm with that, but. These new era kids, like my goddaughter, she's like, "Oh, I want an iPad and I want the iPhone 12 Pro Max." I'm like, "Your mom mm. has an Android. There's no fucking way." Right? Like, yo, imagine you having like an Android phone and then your kid has an iPhone. Like, and the iPhone, you know for a fact, costs more than the Android itself. So you you just intentionally going and spending more on your kid. Oh well, you know she she had straight A's, but guess what? Like that's what the fuck she's supposed to do. What? what? Yeah. Like no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I know. Will never understand it. I will never understand meeting people who are like, "Oh, give um, the, the, give him, go, go get your phone." I'm like, he's five. We need to go get his phone. Where, yeah. you, where you like? Where you going? Oh, and he come back with a nice oh. ass phone. I'm like, God damn. Okay, yeah. we'll be all right. What's the lessons here? Which I guess I understand. I'm not gonna lie. Our youngest child, that child was raised on a tablet. He played Temple Run and he was a badass at it. And I was like, I hope you become mm-hmm. something. I don't know what you're going to become, sir, but please make whatever you're doing work. And now to this day, I'll be like, Karen, what you want to be when you grow up? He's like, I want to be fun. I want to be having fun. I was like, okay, let's, let's dig into that. I don't know if I made a mistake when I gave you that tablet all those years for you to be raised <laughs> in the household. But that was like the time when it was like booming. I just did. I yeah. couldn't get on board with the cell phones, though. I was just—I don't see the point in it. And now, like, it's so easy for you to get to like stuff that you really shouldn't be seeing. Like, I could just put in exactly. words certain keywords. Let me tell y'all a story. My my oldest daughter, she was like, how old was Kristen? Like four, five? She was in kindergarten, right? That five, six, something like that. Yeah. She was like, no, I think she was like, yeah, she was about five or six years old. And my mom, my mother-in-law was telling us that she was going to her room. And as she was going to her room, my oldest daughter, Kristen, she jumped up and ran to the door. And she was like, Ruti, you know how Kristen, she's little. She was like, the strength this child had. I was pushing the door for a while to get, to get into it. Right. And I was like, what? 
what was she doing? So I'm like, okay. She's like, so when I get to the, the computer, I see some girl dancing with, you know, popping and stuff like that. I was like, okay, hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. So we go and I start to ask him, Kristen. I'm like, Kristen, okay. So let me know, like, what was you watching? She would not say nothing. I mean, we spent probably an hour going back and forth. Okay, were well, you watching? You know, tell me what you watched. Was it something you shouldn't be watching, mom? Like, I want those series of questions. I said, you know what? I don't talk about this anymore. Go in the room go on the keyboard and type what you typed in order to find what you found. We were there for like a whole other hour. Like she couldn't get through it. Like, and, and oh my gosh, mommy, please, please, mommy, please. I promise you, please, mommy. Girl, what's the next letter? B. Okay. We like B. Oh, uh, we got to booty something, booty shaking something. And I'm like, how did you ever get access to this? Cause she didn't have a cell phone, but she had a neighbor and her neighbor had a TV and access to the remote who shouldn't have access to the yeah. remote. And this is at a time where like direct TV or charter, like you can, you there, those like porn channels and shit was like so easy. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you first got the thing and you didn't really pay no attention to, it was so easy to get to channels. Like, why would you not just put the parental control on there anyway, build it in there for parents. It shouldn't just be open to yeah. anybody. That doesn't even make any sense. And here we are. Yeah. Easy access to yeah. porn. Yeah, like some things just kids don't have to have. Like when all of us, I'm assuming all of us are around the same age. So when we were grounded or punished or anything like that, you would get the one thing you liked the most taken away from you. But it wasn't Mm -hmm. something that was like, it was something that you needed. Like, you know, I guess now we're in the era of like, you know, your kids, like you never know with like the sex trafficking, the kidnaps and stuff like that. Like the kids need that. I think Shannon and I, we mentioned like, Maybe an Apple Watch might be like the extent for me because I know I can track my kid with the Apple Watch. Like, you know, you just don't always need a fucking phone everywhere you go. Um, Most of them have like, you know, AirPods and things like that. But when we were younger, like our form of punishment was your game system. Let me take that. You know, you can't go outside. You can't go outside for the month. Yeah. Like, can you imagine like telling a kid now to go outside. Now, I personally wouldn't do that because I guess like for us, the early 2000s and the 90s and shit like that, going outside, not only was it fun, there were actual things to do outside, but now there's more buildings and actual playgrounds and like open land and space and shit. So like, oh, like what do you do when you're out there? Like, you know, kids can't do those things anymore. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to sit in the house for 10 fucking hours on a phone. Like, Anything you can find on it is bad. Like everything on our phones is bad. When we go on Twitter, that shit's bad. Honestly, uh, half a stereo, the shit that they talk about, including us, we're like, yo, like imagine if one of our kids walked in on us talking about some of the shit that we talk about, just like the way that we talk of them. Like, yo, mm-hmm. like you're 12, you don't need to hear this. Some conversations aren't for you and they're not meant for you. But there are parents who just feel like, you know, well, my kid's going to hear it anyway, so I might as well be the, the cool parent. To let them know that it's okay as long as they tell me. But the moment you open Pandora's box, they don't like, no, they're not going to tell you that, hey, they're on X videos. Not going to tell you that they're on TikTok twerking with their friends and shit like that. And a part of, at least with TikTok, let me just, you know, stick on that for a minute because it's starting to bother me. Um, the, the mommy, daughter, and the father, son TikToks of like the twerking and the, like, yo, no, absolutely fucking. If if I saw like my sister and my mom like twerking on TikTok, I'm like, yo, like what the fuck? No, absolutely <laughs> fucking not. What what the fuck is going on here? Like, 
or like the, the mommy daughter challenges where it's like, you know, to me, it's just a little bit predatory where you have like the, the daughter and the mom and you're trying to guess who's the younger one. That shit is not cute to me. Like, yo, <laughs> your daughter might be like fucking 15, 16 years old. And you are like fucking 37, 38. And you're like, oh, well, you know, which one of us is, is the younger one? No, 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 absolutely. No. Yeah, I will never understand you. that myself. And you know what? I remember, I don't remember. Shan, you remember that clip where that little girl's like, thin in the waist, something, something, something with my, something with my face and yeah. something, something. And I'm like, okay, so this is a trend I'm seeing online. On Pinterest, I think I would see like all those little babies. They would dress up like they're an adult, like an adult dressed like outfits mm-hmm. and i'm like there's mm-hmm. these 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 are children these are not dolls you can find a place that makes dolls yeah. and you can go and find the place that makes clothes for those dolls and do the exact same thing and it's like it's mm-hmm. so weird to me because i'm just like these are kids when i came to florida now this is the reflection of our household because kevin's one of those parents i know i'm putting on the spot but i also i play into it as well i'm gonna take responsibility from the jump (laughs) but like kevin and and i too like my parents sort of raised us in that they allowed us to watch certain things right like i was able Mm -hmm. to watch certain violent movies and then we talked i'd hear them talk about it while i was able to listen to certain kind of music only with some exception because my sisters listened to hip-hop and they listened to all kinds of stuff my parents could not stand Tupac. It was like that old nigga. My parents are Jamaican. I just be like, you know, <laughs> oh nigga. As he died, my dad was like, "Good fam, or nigga." I was like, "Damn, daddy, that's kind of rough." You know, she loved him. You know, my sister, she loved her some Tupac, and she's like, "Ah, boo, crying," and he's just like, just sneering at her, old dutch nigga. Like a whole time, I'm like, "This is so traumatic for all of us. Let her have it." She just wants to cry it out. Like, it was just so much. But anyway, so, like, for us, it was, like, growing up and seeing... I actually forgot my point. So, um, that's what happens sometimes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm you was about no, to trash I'm, I'm my name. Some, some oh, I wasn't a trash your name. Okay, I was talking about, like, the music that we listened to. That's what happens. I started looking at the... the across the, the, the yard and started thinking, what are you doing over there? See how nosy? Okay. But anyway, <laughs> so, no. So, Kevin, like, he's kind of like one of those hippie, hippie parents where he, whatever he listens to is whatever happens in the house. And I'm like, for years... I didn't hear like a Sesame Street or like uh Yo Gabba Gabba or anything. It was like we had enough. And Kevin, I guess you felt like you had enough. He was like, I can't listen to one more goddamn child song in my life. And then I get to Florida and I'm like, you hear just like wow wow like YouTube channels, like oh, I see pinks and purples and greens and child colors and like children singing and playing. And I'm like, what has been my life? Like, okay, sure, Baby Shark is annoying, but I prefer that knowing that these kids, I like watch the things that they do. Like, Let me see what kind of like are they into? What are they exposed to? And they're just little kids mm-hmm. watching little kid baby shark shit. And you're like, you know what? I'm not mad at that. I can take that world. I can appreciate that world. And I just feel like some parents, yes, do have to have a little bit of like some reserve in what we expose our kids to. Cause it's not weird for kids to be kids. It's just weird that yeah. we don't, we get tired of them <laughs> sort of being kids, but I will digress and say, Kevin did spend 10 years with the kids. So I, I have compassion at the same time, but it's just, you know, it's one of those things. Like everything doesn't have to be for every child. We can allow children to be children and adults to be adults. And if you say something about it, people will be like, you don't know that baby. I don't have to know her <laughs> to say that something you- ain't right. 
Yeah, the fact that you can say the word baby and people are like, oh, like you're, you're aging kids. Like, stop fucking, no, like they are a baby, <laughs> like you said. Don't be like, oh, well, they're a baby, but they should know. No, they're, they're fucking kids. Like, at some point, yeah. and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's like, like who are y'all to like stop, like, just please stop trying to make these, like, these youth, these kids, like, be adults or preteens, teenagers before they have to. Because trust me, if a lot of like our parents would have told us, hey, by the way, uh, a lot of shit that y'all are going to go through, I'm talking about just our generation, like at that age, it's like, oh, like you, you might want to slow down a little bit because we've lived through pandemics, 9-11, and God knows like what other things we've gone through. So when parents are like, oh, well, you know, you know what I went through? The eighties, like well, fuck you, like what? what? Like, no, you, like you, you went through the, you went through the eighties. Like I had to deal with a fucking president who was in Home Alone too. Like <laughs> you've done nothing. <laughs> like, so you know, but at least my, my little like personal opinion on like you know kids being kids is like they should be able to enjoy childhood, not in the way that I enjoyed it. Like I'm sure things have changed and things have evolved. But at the same time, it's like, like, you know that a kid's not ready for that because you're not ready for that. And you're a grown ass adult. Like adults can't handle TikTok and Twitter and Instagram without starting conflict and drama and, you know, shadiness and stuff like that. Why would you even put your kid in the position to do the same fucking thing? Um, My goddaughter, she has something called Facebook for kids. And her mom and I got into a spat because I tried to explain to her. I was like, we all hate TikTok. The only reason we use TikTok is for the family we already don't fuck with to connect with us. But we can check it when we want to check it. Like, that's the only reason for Facebook. Like, if somebody dies in the family, we go to Facebook. We don't call people anymore because I don't even have a phone number. But I got their Facebook. So. Why are we on, you know, why are we introducing kids to Facebook? Because you know what happens on platforms that have DMs? They get messages from people mm-hmm. who you don't have a fucking clue who they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she tried, she tried to explain to me. She was like, oh, well, you know, with Facebook DMs for kids, like only, you know, their immediate family. And so I'm like, the immediate family is usually the first one to fuck with the kids. Like, you know, mm-hmm. th- those are the ones who inappropriately do things to them. So there's mm-hmm. just that. But number two. If you give a kid the opportunity to go and get direct messages from family members without having to talk to you or have it be facilitated through you on mm-hmm. a phone or on a tablet or a computer, you know what they can do? They can just go to other sites and then they go to mm-hmm. school and they're talking to their friends. Hey, you know, my friend has Snapchat and shit like that. Like next yeah. thing you know, they send out news and shit like that. Yo, like I'm telling you, like, I, I don't know how I would feel knowing like there are parents out here in the world who have you know, preteens, teenagers, and their kids are sending out fucking nudes and shit like that because they just, they had to have a six, seven, you know, hundred dollar iPhone. And, I could not do it, man. That's, that's the challenge I think with raising kids these days is because when we were younger, we had the, you can even say the luxury of going off into the world and having adventures for the most part, right? Like you, you go outside, you're pretty much on your own and then you come home when you're supposed to come home. You better have that watch so you know what time it is. You better be home by six or seven or what or whatever. So we had mm-hmm. that built-in responsibility and that adventure that we can just go out by ourselves and meet friends. You know what I mean? We had that experience. So now 
that we, you know, we, we are overprotective and there is more danger. That's more just, just, you know, just we're on high alert. So our kids have to find community through online bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's where we, that's where I think um, kids are kind of growing up too fast is that they, they didn't have that go outside, be back home kind of thing. You know, it's all online and, you don't even know who's online, and you know these kids are communicating with with with, uh, with each other, and they never even met. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a. But very, that's that's something that's been yeah. going on for a while, though, because I remember me being like Yahoo Messenger. If there was thoughtism, then like I was a like a Yahoo thought, not like not in the way of like sending pictures or anything like that but i used to be like yo this is where i could because i couldn't have actual physical boyfriend my dad was like never in your life don't even think about it i was like well i find me somebody online how about that (laughs) so Mm -hmm. but i but i remember them showing like all these like 2020 stories of like these pedophiles like going to girls houses and like like girls dying getting killed and shit like that and that woke me up. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, I need to like, uh, like reassess. So now I started paying more attention to certain things that people would say to me. And I was like, well, why are you saying that? You know, you, know, you just got yeah. in tune to it. But it was something that was happening for a while in terms of these people, these creepy ass people online. But it's so much more. It's it's far more accessible to y'all. Point, to your point. It's far more, it's more accessible because of cell phones. And for that reason, that scares me to death. Like our oldest daughter, I remember she was talking to someone. She's very like, a nurturing person like if somebody tells her that they're going through something like she will definitely take on their entire life the heavy load and i'm like girl you don't know them like that stop taking on this load and that's what she would do all the time so of course she's online now so there's a whole bunch of people online that's seeking somebody that love them and hold on to them and be you know their best friends and stuff like that people are really searching for that type of comfort that they weren't getting in their own households it's all of a sudden it's kind of me checking the messages like oh let's see what's going on i see like uh, this person is talking to you like very inappropriately. Like I can see mm-hmm. her responses are like she's she's like diverting around it. She's like, yeah, I know, but you know, I just know that you're gonna be okay. And I'm like, uh, he's saying like things like, yeah. So tell me like mm-hmm. what you got on right now, or, like you know, because I feel like you know I need to be closer to you because I want to know like how pretty you are. And I'm like, no, nah, bro, no, 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 bro. Your story yeah. ain't that sad. Uh, get up off here exactly. and I texted him back and like don't you ever call don't you come back here don't you say nothing don't find her don't do nothing like goodbye and block and let it go and she was like so mad with me she was like mom you don't understand like I'm like no you don't understand I live this thought life I escaped that because I started realizing I didn't have to engage with people like that and these people, they do the most. They will, they can find your location. Like they, you know, it's deep. And these kids, they don't understand that. They just see it like, mm-hmm. you know, you're interrupting their world and all that stuff. It's scary because as a parent, you're just trying to let them have these freedoms of having a cell phone because that's what everybody else goddamn said you have to have, which you don't. <laughs> but they say that you have yeah. to. So then, you're, like you said, your family thing, right? Like the Facebook thing. For my family, it was like, well, Kristen has to have a cell phone. I'm like, no, nah, she don't. I don't think she ought to have that right now. I think she all right. She got this tablet. You know, if I need to reach her, I don't know what school she at. You know, like how I'd be at school with, with, a, with that big ass phone at the school that brown tan phone when I had to go to the office to call somebody, I'm sure it's still there. It's mm-hmm. 2021. They ain't that advanced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just, it's a lot, y'all. Like, I, I, I hope that by the time your, your children get to that age, like there's a better technology, that's smarter technology that is proactive. Mm-hmm. 
and d- isn't putting parents in a situation where you have to go get all these extra apps and go put all your block exactly. these blocks on your phone. Like it shouldn't be that hard. Just just make it with it. Yeah. Get us a kid phone. Yeah, well, and just like I, a I dinosaur think, like, tracker or something. That's all I really need. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, to to our credit, like you know, because all of us have kids. This is one of those things. It's like it's not like we don't trust our kids. We just don't trust the environment yes. that they can put themselves in. Um, because I'm sure all of us are like, you know what, like we enjoy, you know, we love our kids and we know that we are teaching them right from wrong. But the issue is what you apply to them, like they are more influenced by the surroundings that they have when they go to school for seven to eight hours. They're influenced by their friends. And if one friend is like, wait, your mom, you know, they won't get you a phone. Why won't they get, you, you know, those conversations like kids have with their peers and then mm. they come home and they have attitude because something that their friends have they don't have so they're getting mad at you for not giving it yes it's like oh you haven't you haven't earned that you you don't get a phone because your friend got a phone you don't get oh go ahead aria has this thing where she if she goes to her dad's house he always buys her something he buys her a toy he gets her something and it's a surprise right she bring her ass back home um, make sure you before she comes. Make sure you get me something, okay? Make sure when I come there, you have a surprise for me, okay? Oh, All right. No. She comes back to the door. What you get me? <laughs> surprise! Hey, come over here. Let me show you this thing. And I flip the light switch. We got lights. <laughs> All this food I got. Yes. She's like, no, that's not a new thing, but it's today's thing. Like I'm not buying <laughs> right. something you show face and she does this thing now where if she asks me for a honey bun at 9 a.m in the morning i say no and she's like i knew you was gonna say no and then she's <laughs> like what about this can i have this i said no that's not breakfast i knew you was gonna say that you won't even say that and i'm just like girl i know what child i'm going to have to like step on their neck not physically but like before they even have an option to choose and i know my other child is a snitch and she's not going to do what i tell her not to but this little one right here oh like you're not getting the phone i'm gonna have to sleep with my keys in my pillowcase (laughs) on my pillowcase like i know who you are Mm-hmm. We have battle. Yes, it's it's the it's the talking back. Like right now, right? All the kids. Every time I say something, I'm like, okay, y'all, y'all have to go to bed. But I didn't get anything to drink. Yet. You've been drinking juice since this morning. I'm sorry, your mm-hmm. morning, because which is like four o'clock now in the PM. I did. I fed you dinner, and if you was hungry, you would have ate. And oh. then they hit. And then Aria's favorite thing right now is Aria, stop. I'm going to get the belt. And she's like, you know what? Go ahead and get it. Go get the belt. Go in your room. Go get the belt. I'm just like, girl, I'm going to fight you. I will get off this phone with this account and I will fight you. Get out my face. Oh, my gosh. It's the test. Like, they just know that we won't put our hands on them anymore. Like, I don't, we don't spank our kids anymore. So, it's like, it's a battle because mm-hmm. it's like they feel it. Like I don't. What you gonna do? So I they had better to not real test me all the way. I'm, I'm letting you know that from now. They better not well, test I me had to do it, but I don't. I, I don't let it be my first option. It's like okay, I told you three times, and now you just telling me no. But she's testing me on purpose. 
Because yeah. she knows if I'm on the phone, she knows if I'm on the phone with an agent, I'm not about to stop the call and get up and go get my belt. Mm-hmm. So she be sitting on the couch looking yeah. at me dead and I'm like, go get it. Go get your belt. Mm. Mm. But some, That's when they want you, know, you to see. My kids mm-hmm. are just... Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, some, ki- some kids are doing that and we, we've all been there too. Like, we get froggy with our parents and I just have to attribute it to the fact that we've saw other, like, kids do that shit with their parents. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. For me, um, I had an issue where, you know, it was one time um, I tried my mom once where I saw one of the white kids at work. I'm sorry, at school. At school, you know, this parent was talking to my friend at school and he's like, fuck you, mom, blah, blah, blah. Like he's cursing her ass out. And I didn't really curse at my mom. I, I told her, I was like, mom, what the hell? And mm. she looked at me and every, every parent has that look where it's like, they're not looking at you. They're looking through you. Yeah. And like, I, I knew that look and I instantly was like, yo, I apologize. But the thing is like, you don't apologize for fucking up knowing that you ain't supposed to fuck up. Like that's what you don't do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I got, I got my ass whooped and you know, I know we're in 2021. Like we don't beat kids. I don't beat my daughter or anything like that. And the reason for that is because I already have my own ass whooping trauma that I don't even want to inflict on my kids. Cause I, I feel yeah. like that kind of like extends from the whole slavery thing and stuff like that. Mm. Like our parents were like, Oh, the, the, the way, the way to get our, you know, correction is to correct, you know, to correct our kids by mm. making sure that they don't fuck up. Cause if we don't do it, the man will do it. But like, yeah, but if you love your kid, like why are you beating them? And then yeah. going and telling you love them immediately after I, I don't want to do that to my kid. I don't ever want to bring that to him, but that little moment where my mom, like, she let me know, she was like, yo, like, I don't care what your friends do with their parents. I am not their parents. I can tell you what they do in their household. But what you're not going to do is what you saw somebody else do and get away with here. Because if you're going to do that because your friend Mikey did that, you're going to go out and do something, you know, when you get a little bit older. She told me, that she was like, you get a little bit older, you're going to do something because you see somebody else doing it. And you think it's acceptable and you'll be the one that gets in trouble for it. And I say, you know mm-hmm. what? The ass whooping I didn't need, I would have much rather the conversation, but I get the context of the time. And I just, I've instilled that in my life to know that I just don't ever want to be in that position where, you know, like something bad could happen. So tying it all into like our kids, like I just, I personally hope that people just monitor closely the, the shit that their kids do. And don't like abuse the privilege of like just monitoring your kids. Just look at them and know if they start doing things weird. You'll know the behavior mm-hmm. patterns will change. They they start closing doors around the house. You're like, wait, you ain't never sleep with the fucking door closed. Why are you doing this all of a sudden? Like mm-hmm. the, the door got to be closed. Why? You know, why you want to lock your door all of a sudden? Why are you doing that? Um, every time I come around, you know, and you have your phone or your tablet out, like you got to sneak it and close it real quick. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, as a parent of two girls, and I'm not having no more. I can't wait to get the what they call it, the Phillips, not the Starhead screwdriver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go into the, mm-hmm. the crevices of my door jam and take the door off the hinge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Because whose yeah. door are you locking in here? Whose? Yeah. Whose? To me, no. me parenting is all about those moments, right? Like, where those moments where your kid is going to try to try you and, and try to 
edge and get a little bit of gain in that uh, just that privilege or confidence. You know what I mean? Like they just try to take it there, just like how your mom had to check you, Greg. There's always these these golden moments where the kids mm-hmm. are gonna try to really get over on you, and you have to, as a parent, you have to shut that in the nip that in the butt, then because if not. Then you know your kid gonna be snatching shit from you when they're older, and then that's when the monsters mm-hmm. are already done. They ain't enough beating that's gonna get your respect. Listen, you gotta just, you gotta I just really take those moments. Anya was like, Anya was like, I told her to do something. She got mad that she got in trouble. She was like, I don't, I don't want to be here. I, I don't want to be at this house. I want to be by myself. I said, okay, <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this. So, mm-hmm. take off all the clothes because I bought them and your underwear. She's like, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I'll take it back. No, take it off because I bought that. Um, uh, take those baldies out your hair. Yeah, it's going to look real ugly. Now, come on. Let me put you outside so you can go be by yourself. And I, I opened that mm-hmm. door and she was butt naked. I opened that door there was nobody outside because I was on the back side of my condo. She was like, no! I don't put me out here! No! And I was like, oh, okay. Because you don't buy nothing. You ain't got nothing. You ain't got no yeah. job. You don't have yeah. no house to go to. And guess what? If you call your daddy, he can't even come pick you up. So what's up? Sometimes Be very clear with them. Like, you know, in my end, with our kids, it's kind of like, it's this thing where they eat everything like in a day. Oh. And it's so disrespectful because I'm like, okay, I like me and my sister talk about this. Like, I don't, did anybody ask you? She's like, no, nah, nobody asked me. Well, maybe Kyrie, the youngest one, well, our youngest one, he's the only one that will ask for something because he's lived that life of what is what it's like when you don't ask. So he learned mm-hmm. the hard, long, long nights and days lessons of, mm-hmm. of his life together. The other ones, they still be testing. But it just dropped like every other day. If I'm not going to the grocery store, then my niece is going to the grocery store. Then my sister's going to the grocery store. And every time around, I was like, damn, all the juice of God. Didn't you just buy three? She's like, yeah, I just bought three too. Y'all just are going to come in here like you have run, like you run something. And then they'll, they'll just look puzzled. Like, well, why can't I have any more? Why not? Because there ain't none. That's why you can't have no more. And I'm not going back to the store for another couple of days. Oh, uh, what am I going to do? How? Uh, okay. What you can do is you can go into the kitchen. You can put some water in a, bo- in a pot and you can boil it because that's how I survive sometimes. And I'm okay. Yeah. I love to do that. I'm fine. You know, I'm, I'm, it might not taste the best, but I'm still standing here. Like these kids, they're so finicky. Like, they just, it's like every little thing is like a problem. I don't understand. And I, somebody said the other day, these kids are a different breed. And I was like, ain't it us though? And I was like, you know, now I'm thinking about it. No. It's about these, both, but it's definitely them too. No, they the whole box these of kids. pebbles on one thing and they ain't got no job. Yeah. <laughs> like kids go through a lot and they, they have a lot of experiences that we didn't have. So I have to give them their credit, but they are sensitive as shit. Like, you know, I remember, like, you know, the, the one time I called CPS on my mom. I saw the commercial, and, you know, my mom told me. And I was like, well, you know, I called CPS, and somebody showed up at the fucking door. My mom looked at me like, you called this motherfucker? So oh, she beat me in front of them. And I was like, Yo, what the fuck? Like, what, what the fuck is going on? You fucking protect me. Yeah. And they looked, at, they looked at me, and they told me straight up. They were like, hey, by the way, um, yeah, like, 
we can protect you. But the thing is, you're better off here because if you leave here, after you tell us that your mom beat you, and yes, we saw it, but if you tell us this, we have to take you. And I was like, so where are you taking me? Like, you going to take me to my dad's house? You going to take <laughs> me to my grandmother? They said, no, we're going to take you to a shelter. And I was like, a shelter? Like, <laughs> like the one that, the, the shelter that we have out back? Like, the one that we put the fucking, like, the, you know, the fire, like, the water hose and shit? She's like, no, like, a, a shelter for children. You'll, you'll be with other children. And, you know, you may possibly get adopted. I was like, adopt? What the fuck is adopted? It, mind you. <laughs> I'm eight years old. What the fuck is adopted? And they're like, no, like you'll, you'll find a new family that loves on you and stuff like that. And I look back at my mom and you could tell like the pain that was in her face. Like, yo, like my kid really like turned on me, but also at the same time, it's like, yo, like you fucking know better. Like I'm doing this out of love because you fucked up. And yeah. once that happened, like, you know, after she beat me in front of the dude and everything like that, and the, you know, the lady, cause it was a guy and a lady. So the lady, she says to me, she pulls me aside. She was like, your, your mom meant all the intentions in the world, but you have to be a better son to her because you are still her child. And mm-hmm. she doesn't want you to be in a position that could harm you. So she's putting you in a better place. And I've always respected my mom for that regard. The ass whooping, absolutely not. But I respect the fact <laughs> that like she, she, she could. You know, she could have literally done what she always tells me where, you know, it's, you know, I brought you in this world. I can take you out. And she could have literally done that. She's like, oh, I'm I'm just trying to make you a better, you know, kid so you can be a better man one day. And there are a lot of kids now that they don't get those talks because they're so fucking sensitive. That's why, like, I'm going to say something that's a little bit controversial and somebody might hate the fact that I'm about to say it. But there's a lot of, like, shows and shit like that that. They're a little bit too traumatizing for me as an adult. And I don't know how to intake them because it, it just, it makes me feel like we're not doing enough service for like kids. But then on the side, of, I guess the other side of that coin, it's like, there's a lot of shit that they're sensitive about that they don't need to be sensitive about. Like yeah. there, there's a show that came out a couple years ago, uh, 13 Reasons Why. Um, I, I felt really indifferent about this because... I was watching the show. I was ha- I was happy that they were having these talks, but the issue for me is it kept on going. And you know, the kids they had a moment where they could honestly just be like, you know what? Like I had that trauma, even though I've never had that experience. I felt that trauma because I watched that show, so I can use that as a lived experience. Like, but you never experienced that shit. Like you you look, you know you grew up in a nice home. You you know you had all the things thrown at you, but you're referencing 13 reasons why, which is trying to tell you about suicide and stuff like that. So now you're trying to commit suicide because you didn't get your way because your mom took your phone away. Mm. Like that, it, it was, it was stuff like that for me. And it, you know, I, the, the reason why I said it's controversial is because somebody might be like, well, Greg, like you, every circumstance is different, but I'm like, when I see kids out and I'm like, Oh, like they will blow up at their parents. They will fight their fucking parents. And you know, the parent can't really do anything about it, you know, so to speak. But then you have shows like that, which is like, you know what? Like I committed suicide because of, you know, something my parent did or something that somebody did to me at school or something like, I'm like, like the kids don't know like how to decipher that because, you know, we're giving them all the credit in the world for being, you know, young adults and being smart about it. But then you're giving them dumb decisions to make because you're making a shit acceptable. Like, Oh, well, you know what? Like if the world doesn't go your way, you know what? How about, you know, just watching a show about suicide? Like, what? Like, no. 
Like, I, I just, I, I'm personally, that this is my personal opinion. So you try to it to the other three that are on this panel. It just, it kind of bothers me a little bit. So, you got no, challenges, dog. If these kids are not challenged, if, if you go to the grocery store, I have a rule. I go to the grocery store, I'm no longer buying what y'all want to eat. I'm buying what I need to eat and what's going to last for a few days according to what I feel like you need to eat. Okay, your opinion mm-hmm. doesn't matter here. I pay for it. I, I get to the house. I know majority of these bags, I'm going to have to carry. These waters, I'm going to have to carry to the door. I get in. You are not allowed to ask me for anything in these bags until <laughs> I unpack it and put it away. If you do, all hell gonna break loose because I don't <laughs> like that because you did nothing. You didn't carry it in. You didn't pay <laughs> for it. <laughs> you didn't pay the money to buy it and you have the audacity to ask me for something in these bags while I'm <laughs> still bringing this stuff. No, don't ask me for it. Anya yeah. has this habit of eating three waffles at one time and she eats before anybody in the house. Mm. And then by the time mm. I get up and Ari gets up, she likes to come to me and be like, what are you cooking for breakfast? Cause I didn't eat. You ate. I heard you told her. You ate. So don't try to play me. So now that you try to play me, you going to eat next time. When I tell you, you going to eat, which is probably going to be around mm-hmm. one thirty. Mm-hmm. My youngest son used to do that to me all the time. Like I'd come home from work, and he was like, "Daddy, anything mm-hmm. all day." And I'm like, "All day? I'm like all day?" And then you know his sibling come around. You're like, "No, Karen, you ate this and that and that and that and that." And, I'm like, mm. and then he's like, "Well, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that." And I'm like, "Right? Oh, you don't forget, huh?" Okay. Hold on. We, we got a couple voice uh, voicemails. Let's get those uh, out of the way. We got two from Sierra Williams. And we got one from Big Easy. So we're just going to play them in order. Yeah, that's you know what? It's even worse than that. Yo, real talk. My mama, when I was a kid, you don't need to be on the phone after nine o'clock. You don't need to have no cell phone. You, uh, you can call from a pay phone. You can do this. You can call from work. My nephew right now has the newest iPhone because my mother <laughs> bought it for him. Uh, what happened to your standards, mama? You just switched up to get the whole game up like that? I see. It seems like when they become grandparents, they're like, "Yo, fuck it, let's spoil yes. these niggas." Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. Hey, let me tell you, I was so mad when my parents were like, "I think Kristen needs to have a cell phone because you know she needs to have this," and I'm like, "No, you don't. You don't live here." Okay, you don't know what happens every day. No. And then they're like, well, you can't just do that to her. And then my sister would call me. You can't just do that to her because this person, my other niece, she got a cell phone and she got a cell phone and this person have a cell phone. I'm like, so we don't have to do monkey see monkey do. I'm I'm good over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like oh, it happened. It was like when all that stuff happened with what the stuff that she with the social media thing. I was like, I know. See, this is why parents. Okay, yes, we can definitely take the advice of others, and we definitely should listen out because we never know. It's like I think about customer service. Like I work at a company where it's like the same problem. Somebody's come calm to complain about something, but nonetheless, it's like I know like what the pattern. Like I'm I'm ex. I know what to sort of expect in, in, because I've seen sort of the patterns before already. But if I haven't really seen it and I'm talking to another parent that's like telling me like, yo, 
I'm telling you, this is what happens to my situation. I can then prepare myself a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Now I got like a little insight. Like I, that shit ain't never happened in my household, but let me, let me look out now. Thank you. I appreciate it. Right. And so like in our household, it's kind of weird because nobody really like says, like gives anybody any tips or anything. It's kind of like we share stories. So it's like, girl, let me tell you what happened with this person today. Girl, and they're like, what they did? I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, she was smart at the mouth. She's hitting people or this one didn't ask for anything or this one's just like leaving things everywhere and making a mess, not cleaning up after themselves. Like everybody got a little something, right? Like everybody has something that they have to work on. But when it comes down to my parents, it's the same thing. They'll be like, well, you're the parent and you should be clean. I don't clean up after people who can make a mess. I don't have mm-hmm. to do that. They should be cleaning up after right. themselves. Y'all know because y'all used to grill us about the same shit when we was kids. How you get brand new? Mm-hmm. 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 They don't help us, y'all. The grandparents, they yeah. do help us, but then they also don't. Yeah, I know, I know my mom, you know. Uh, Look at their grandkids, like, their second chance to parent, and I already parents are that by this way. Oh, and they only want the easy, way. I need to say. the easy part of it, too. But they just want all the benefits and, and, and just the good, cute stuff. They don't want the hard shit. Exactly, yeah. because when my mom came to visit for, like, a month, and she got to see why I yell at the girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Anya, did your mom tell you to do such and such two times? Just mm-hmm. do it. You wait till she get to the point where she wants to yell at you for you to do it. Don't have to get that far. You don't mm-hmm. listen. Mm-hmm. You don't listen. That's because parents, like, they know their thing, their era of parenting, but they don't think that, like, there's been advancements in parenting, some changes and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. Shannon and I, like, I've told her, I've told her everything, but, like, you know, my parents who, you know, they have their ways of parenting mm-hmm. and they try to apply it to, like, this new age me. me. I'm like, that's absolutely not how that works anymore. Um, you know, I went and got the suit for, you know, our daughter when she was first born. Um, I ended up reviewing it and my mom looked at me fucking crazy. She was like, why do you, have, you know, why can't you just rock the baby to sleep? Because I'm like, I'm not getting enough fucking sleep. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's different when you have family members, you know, yeah. aunts, uncles, grandparents and stuff like that. I'm like, our, our family is dying off because of like high cholesterol, diabetes, cancer and shit like that. So I don't have you know, a whole bunch of big mamas and uncles and cousins that I can say, you know what? Like mm. daycare, like boom, like I can just drop my baby off. And I had the baby during the pandemic. I couldn't even see you motherfuckers. So there's that. <laughs> but you know, I'm telling her, I was like, yo, like, you know, imagine working for eight hours a day and, you know, you don't get to actually spend time with your kid. But when they need to go to sleep, they need to go to sleep because right. they need to know that. So the snoo, what it did was I put, you know, the baby in that. And what it would do is it would like soothe her to sleep. Like it would rock back and forth in the same motion that you would use as a parent right. when you're rocking them mm-hmm. like left to right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, we said, you know, my mom, my, my mom says to me, she's like, well, that's fucking insane. Like that. No, no parent should be using that. I was like, how's what? everybody fucking using this? Here's the thing. Everybody who like, if you look at the reviews, they're like, "Yo, like this saved me hours of sleep. It also yes. allowed my baby to sleep the way that she wants to sleep comfortably, and I didn't have to spend 
an hour putting the baby to sleep. And every time I try to put the baby down, she would wake up like that stuff my mom had to deal with. And I'm, she was like, yeah, when I put you down, you would cry. I was like, so why are you mad that, you know, this technology works? Like it, it's certain things that have evolved with grandparents specifically. They're like, you know what? Like when I have the kid, the kid is perfect. I'm like, do you realize the prep and, you know, all the things we had to do to get them ready for you to watch them for maybe 12 hours? Like that, that is a lot of fucking work, packing bags and making sure that they're good diapers and stuff like that. My mom, for the first three months, she was like, oh yeah, where the baby can have mashed potatoes and rice and shit like that. I was like, absolutely fucking not. That's what she can't have. And that's what the doctor said to not have. And my mom's like, mm. well, that, that doctor's wrong. I was like, so you're, tr- you're trying to tell me in mm-hmm. your logical brain, like when you say goes, because if I survived it, that's cool. I'm like, you know what else? Like, it happens with kids who survive shit. Like the reason why they survive is because they almost died. Keyword there is survive. Like I don't, I don't want to like possibly kill my kid thinking, you know what? Like let them try every food in the world without having an allergy test or letting them know that, you know what? Like how about we just take shit slow? But, yeah. Th- that's the same no. thing that my, my dad and my sibling, this is like, this is, I was telling my sisters the other day. I was like, you know, I moved away because, Y'all would not allow me to be like my own human, like myself. Like you did not give me a chance for me to learn things. So like the same thing, I think my daughter was like four months or something or three months or something. And they were like, you could give her a piece of burger. And I'm like, no, I don't think she should be eating beef like that. But I think she should have boundaries about what her tummy can take right now. (laughs) You know, like, I think that's kind of heavy. Like there's other ways we can give her, I can, you know, I can give her, I can, uh, you know, uh, cook down the spinach because we did used to fix them like their own, like my own, my oldest daughter, she was the only one that ate baby food. But by the time we got to mm-hmm. her being like one, we started transitioning her into like the food that we would eat, like rice and chicken and, mm-hmm. you know, peas and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. at the time, like when my parent, when my, you know, listening to my parents, my siblings say, oh, you know, you could give her, you know, this. And then when I would go do something like I, I remember giving her, I remember I didn't, um, the baby food was like room temperature. It wasn't like hot. And then my dad was like, you got to give, you got to go and warm it up. And I'm like, I don't know if I have to like heat, like it shouldn't, I don't know if it has to be hot. Cause I've always was afraid, like what seemed cool to me could be like not maybe cool to the baby. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I'd rather it be something that's already room temperature. But then at the same time, I don't know what was in that food. So that's where we ended up transitioning. But it was just like this back and forth all the time. Like my, my we end up giving her the beef. I end up saying, okay, well I guess no 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 my, someone else ended up giving her the beef. And then I remember saying, learning about it and being like, yo, why did I would not have given her that? And they're like, it's fine. She can eat that. And I'm like, no, she can't. And then she was like constipated mm-hmm. for a while. And I had to take it to the hospital. She was constipated after she ate the beef. Mm -hmm. So like the point that I'm making with all this is like parents, we obviously know what we we know what our children should, should and shouldn't do. But then on top of that, like when you do have family that's around you, I feel like they need to be able to respect what we feel like is right for our kids and try to help us like nurture that too. like be a part of the community. You see that I'm doing this thing. Like, just rock with it because you can see that there aren't any problems. Even though you want to say what you want to say as a parent or sibling or what have you, like certain things just don't make any sense for me, for my child, just like certain things don't make any sense for, you know, a family member and their child or what have you. But it's just like, it's, the, it's really necessary that I think that family comes together and helps 
help to adapt to the household that you need to or if it's still some chaos in there step in there and if try something different like we have a system kind of going with me and my sisters where you know okay the kids get a little bit of wiggle room but every now and then somebody has to put their foot down so the kids don't like going to bed on time during the summer this is the thing like every night we're like go to bed two o'clock we'll be like first the time start off like 11 30 and then it was like 11 30 and then somebody was like you know what i want to watch the extra show again so, so it stayed until like 12 30 and then got to 1 30 and i was like you know what this is my the kids haven't seen each other in a while like they didn't grow up with each other. Like, I don't want to mess up their summer. I want them to have the best summer ever. But I don't want it to get to school time. School comes around, which is like in three weeks. And they're going to sleep at like six o'clock, five o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. And then can't go to sleep on time. So eventually, like, I had to, I had to take everything. I unplugged everything. Plugs were taken away. Uh, laptops taken away. Oculus. Everything's gone. What you can do, what we can all do is go take this field trip to the library. And went to the library and everybody checked out their books and they sat out here and every now and then you'll have one that want to negotiate. But um, can I get the laptop because I read all my books and um, I feel like it's time that I get it. Uh, did you not hear what I said to you when I took it? And I just walk away and I have nothing else to say. And, you know, we talk to each other. And we're like, OK, this is what happened today. This is what I'm holding on to. And I see sometimes I just might be like, hey, that's kind of rough. But no. Y'all know what we go through when we are yelling and screaming at three o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. You wake up out your sleep and you hear, ah, it's a freaking melee. The kids are fighting because somebody hit one person, the other person. It's just like, I don't have the time because I have to go to work. That's it. Facts. So, yeah, you know, once you leave I'm wiggle room, they're going to wiggle. Oh, say that again. Big facts. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.